0: Hey, what's happening, good people? It's your boy, Shaw, host of The Beard Always Wins. Yes, The Beard Always Wins. It's a movement, it's a lifestyle, but more importantly, it's a podcast. And one we're so grateful and thankful that you all are listening to. You are now listening to Episode 99. And of course, we got our familiar friends of the podcast. In fact, they're just part of the podcast, but I'm just going to tell you who it is right now. We got Deron, we got Ryan, we got Sean. and also we got my longtime friend, uh, we gonna call him J.R. Hill for this one Hill. right? We're gonna call him J.R. Hill for this one. I don't wanna don't want don't know if you really wanna put his full government out there. But um we we got him. And uh also, listen, we just gotta say thanks to uh Hazel's Hair Teak. Listen, hey, matter of fact, Hill, tell Eva she wants some new bundles, man, go to hazelshairteak.com. HazelsHairTeek.com. Get your Hawaiian silky to cover the Motherland roots. If that's what you're trying to do, go ahead and just grab it. Also, shout out to Cool Comics. I keep telling you, The King in Black is coming out every single week. The King in Black. Go pick it up. Go to Cool Comics. Also, shout out to uh, Mike Lane and the, the boys down there. Awesome cuts. Go If you're in town, in, in go down there and get your hair cut. Ryan, we got anybody? Uh, tell, tell us about the Blended Beauty. Ryan's still on mute. He can't tell us about it. But listen...
1: Brian, tell us about about the uh, blended beauty. Right, yeah. yeah, I mean, for all your organic products, uh definitely with people trying to take care of their skin and they have but not trying to ruin it with chemicals, go to the blended beauty on Instagram, also on Facebook. She got a lot of good content. Um, and just try out. Uh, she also said free samples as well, so just check out.
0: Yep. And also, uh, you know, always guys shout out, uh, Lashawn the Wells, like I said, if you're trying to maximize your brand, get your brand out there. Listen, hit Lashawn the Wells up on on IG, and I also shout out to the Tracy Thompson Insurance Agency. Go there for all your insurance needs—home, car, um, even if you want to insure your dog. I guess because people think they they're part of the family. So whatever it is, you got you need to be insured. <laughs> Tracy Thompson Insurance Agency. Now, with that being said, everything out of the way. Listen, that's an age-old saying. I think Sean Carter said, it, "Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't." But sometimes, you know what, it does stress the truth. So right now, what we're gonna talk right, talk about today is, and uh, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna put, you know, the fresh face up here, Jr. Hill. We're gonna put him up first, right? And, and, and Jr., we just tell us something. Uh, do you have an artist, a basketball player, or somebody that you can think of that did real big numbers? But it's just uh, when you think about just it, like ah, uh, they just average. Yes, he don't. you going to pass on that one? On that one? <laughs> okay, so I, 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 I guess I, I'll go ahead and start it off. So, for instance, if I told you this one individual here rushed for over 10,000 yards, got 82 touchdowns, would you think he'd be in the Hall of Fame? Nope. Nope. But you think he'd be something. Sun- he got over 10,000 yards rushing, 82 touchdowns. He retired in 1992. Yeah. You think those are good numbers, Ooh. right? You think those, those good numbers?
1: I think so.
0: Let me tell you who I'm talking Listen. about. Well,
1: give me the team. Give me the team.
0: The Cardinals and the Giants. Otis Anderson? There you go, Otis Anderson. Nobody ever talks about Otis Anderson being a great running back or a good running back, but guess what? He has good numbers. He has really good numbers. Not really inflated, but he has good numbers. Now, on the other hand, if I told you a quarterback that Threw for over 25,000 yards and had 155 touchdowns in an eight year span. What would you think about him? How
1: many
2: touchdowns?
0: 155. 155? Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm hmm. That kind of tough. Yes, yeah, he good. I mean, you think he's
2: good, right? <laughs> nah, this dude
0: was nah, not I'm good. That kind of tough to say if they should be in.
2: No, but what I'm saying is so. about
0: all the fame, But. but what I'm saying the numbers are there, but this individual I'm talking about is Danny White. Danny White was just an average quarterback. He don't got no average numbers
1: though. Yeah, but when you throw in the
0: interceptions, they kinda <laughs> figure it down. It, it, it kinda... yeah, look, at, look at it. Look at a dude like um like you said that was over eight season.
1: Like
2: look at the dude, like I know it's a different era whatever, but like look at a dude like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes got 114 touchdown passes in three seasons as a story. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. All, he almost about
1: to lap this dude's whole career. But this is a passing league too now. Yeah, that too. So, so Yeah, you can you could you can sit back
0: there as a quarterback now. <laughs> so so now so now that, that, that brings up this this what I'm trying to get at, right? So when you think about like somebody like Pat Pat Mahomes, you say he got over hundred touchdowns in three years. Um nowadays are the numbers really a big deal like are the numbers yeah, really they all super infl- go go for it no
2: nah, they all super they, they all super inflated because i mean i mean yeah. like look like look at nba right so like i was like 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 he's not a fan favorite among like uh stat nerds but like i'm a huge rusty like fan like westbrook my god mm-hmm. but westbrook get crapped on by like these basketball nerds because he's not efficient i'm not, like yeah but you can look at somebody like Luka dunkage who got damn near the same stats or the same shooting percentages, all these all these basketball nerd uh uh what uh used call them Twitter, Twitter boys. You see the same stats that these Twitter boys be um, be talking down on Rusty about, Luca got the same stats and they talking about he an MVP candidate. So it's like it it, it all play a part of like uh like the pace, cause I mean, you look at that Nets uh damn, I'm still saying bullets, they just still the bullets to me. But the Wizards mm-hmm. game from the other night. Man, that game, what, one to one overtime, and it was like, well, before it went in overtime, it was like
1: a hundred forty to hundred forty something. Yeah, so, and um, offense so, yeah. I, I sales too. So yeah. that's an that's in the NBA and NFL. So they making it where they score more points, and, you know. Yeah, the quote, uh,
2: the the quote, Will Chamberlain when he was talking to Michael Jordan at the '97 All Star game, they made rules to help you. They made rules to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: You can't dunk that ball. That's a technical. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Hey, Sean, what hey, you got? Let me go. Oh, go ahead. You I got that. I don't got that right now. I got, I, one. I, 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 I got one for you. Okay. Now, I, I need y'all to listen. though. I need you to listen. all know y'all going to be taking a shot. But the, the, the conversation is, does the number tell the whole story? I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. And, and I'm looking and I'm looking at Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm looking at Sugar Ray Leonard, who career was way more impressive than Floyd. Floyd's story don't tell it. All. You look at his record undefeated. But do they just show he was just out there just battling whoever let's go and let's get it? It, it was perfect time. He, he he fought, not everybody, but a lot of people wasn't at at the best, or when you, you know, he chose to fight certain people at certain times. And his numbers don't reflect his career, for me. I'm not saying he's not a fighters, but his numbers do not reflect his career. But you like, look at somebody like uh, Roy Jones, right? Even though he, he lost, definitely went out towards the end, but he fought, anybody that was ready, anybody that wanted, you got a belt, I'm fighting. I don't care, I'm going all the way up and I'm going all the way back down. That's impressive. Lloyd, uh if you like young, you don't really know, and you like, oh, he undefeated, then yeah, but if you seen this guy fighting something, he did choose his fight wisely to get that number that he got. And take yeah, Conor McGregor fight off. I think from a financial standpoint, yeah, he did, you know, uh excel in that in that category, but uh like I, I do believe, like his his numbers definitely uh overinflated because it's not entertaining to watch him. I'd rather go watch somebody else just go at it and really put on a show and box. You
2: know? mm-hmm. it's it's funny you say that because Mike Tyson just commented on it last week on his podcast, right? So he was talking about Floyd was being a great fighter, but he was like, okay, you're a great fighter because you won fifty you yeah, know he's like, yo, he's like Sugar Ray Robinson had forty seven fights, lost one, and after that went on a seventy eight fight winning streak. In so what
1: you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it, so. fought more, it fought more, fought more in one year. He fought like three, four fights in a year. Yeah, but well, you,
3: also, you, you, you forgot the too. That uh, Tyson said that uh, that uh, Mexican uh, the guy Chavez, went 89 and at at oh, yeah. it was yeah. 89 and oh. So, Damn. what Floyd's talking about 50 and oh, 51 and oh. That's
0: wrangling man, cause uh, like yeah, I'm saying, that's an amazing number. Because this dude didn't go mm-hmm. eighty nine. I remember that dude. That dude didn't go like eighty nine, eighty nine, zero before he lost. Well, the yeah. one thing I can say about Floyd, and I, I don't know. I appreciate Floyd. I, I've always been a Floyd fan. Now Floyd did fight some. He fought Jannero um, Hernandez. He fought Diego uh, Corrales, and both of them prime, both of them killers at one thirty, 130, one thirty five. He fought those guys and beat them. Uh He also he
1: ti he too.
0: Yep, I don't, but we don't know who won. We don't know who won it. In fact, t I about to be a case. He about to get cosmic. But um, <coughs> but
1: you. I might that tail.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, but when you look at Floyd, I think I think Floyd had a his, his resume is, is the he has more names on his resume than Roy Jones. Roy Jones is probably the most gifted physical specimen that you ever see in a boxing ring. But when you really go back and you look at who he fought, Roy didn't fight a whole lot of, you know, big-name opponents until late. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. like, he fought James Toney. And
1: that's,
0: after he fought James Toney, he, who did he fight until he fought uh, Tarver. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, so he, don't, he fought Bernard yeah. Hopkins, but those two names. But Floyd got names that he beat. Some of them in they prime, but, but some so of them not in they prime.
1: Names are like you can't even stick like man you you, Man, come on, we will waiting for you to fight that man six years before you fall.
2: But whose fault but, is man, it, I can't, even give him. I can't even give him Diego because Diego was washed by the time he got to Florida.
0: Diego was, like, undefeated. was undefeated. He was undefeated when they fought. The
2: t- but this before, um, man, what's the mess they do though? Um, yeah, the Showtime fight, the one where. Yeah.
0: Was that before or after he fought Floyd? It, 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 that was after he fought. Uh, he, so he fought Castillo. Um, that was later. Yeah, that's what it was. That was later.
1: Okay, okay, okay. But Floyd beat right, Castillo. So he did, catch him yeah. yeah. But he got he got names. But I mean, all I'm saying is back to my original point. It was well planned. But he always had he always the advantage. Y'all had the but, advantage. And but you say fight. that though. But you say that
2: though. And early Tyson, Cus was.
1: Tomato
4: can and Tyson out into the heavyweight field, though. Yeah. Because
1: Tyson had a lot of tomato cans in the beginning. Well, that's why, that's why I use Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm, I'm just saying just for the conversation piece of that. If you look at his numbers, you're like, oh, this dude was the best fight ever. But if you actually live through the time he fought, he's very precise with who he fought and when he fought. I think- and a lot of it had to do with what he was saying, like, financial-wise, because he is one of the, the highest-paid boxers of all time, so that got something to do with it. And... He wanted to play to his advantage, man. Like, he's, he's smart. He's smart. Yeah. Yeah. But his numbers don't. His numbers don't. You know, if you live through it, you won't be as impressed as someone that never seen him fight. And just look, looking
0: at his stats. But it just depends on how you look at boxing and, like, and how you appreciate the sport of boxing. Everybody, some people want, like, Hill said he wanted, the, he wanted to see the knockouts. He liked to see the knockouts. I want to see
1: the gladiators, bro. When you go see boxing, you want to go see some gladiators go at it. If I go watch UFC, I don't want to sit and watch nobody getting down on their back, pulling guard or playing defense the whole time. Come on, man. That, that ain't what ain't, that ain't, that ain't my money talking about. You know what I mean? Where, where's the highlights of the night?
0: But yeah. boxing, the, the art of boxing is to hit and not get hit. That's what boxing okay. is.
2: But he's talking about what he likes. I get it. And like that's, for, and that's <laughs> for specific because, I mean, I'd rather watch, like you have like I was talking about like the Wizards on uh, Nets game. I'd rather watch a game that ended in the nineties than in the hundreds. And it's just like with football, I'd rather watch a real close intense like 1310 game over one mm-hmm. three, 45, 42 games. Mm-hmm. Right. right, But right. and like like you said, like he'll like like the dragon, like Hagler Hearn, like yeah. greatest fight of all time, right? Ooh. But it's but it's a, like, a it's a, but it's a sweet science for a reason. So to see two technical boxes in there.
0: That's also
1: throwing
0: licks, but also being strategic with it. Like, that's almost as good as a brawl, too. It's just yeah, like... I like... I like the, uh, no, it's it just like, for instance, I like the... Uh, my favorite Mayweather fight, it was kind of boring, but it's the um, the Alvarez fight. The boring. The Alvarez fight. The Alvarez fight, when he beat the Alvarez, the young gun came in there, he beat him. Made him look stupid. I enjoyed every minute of it. But at the same time, I knew... <laughs> I knew what I was getting. I, I wasn't expecting it to be a drag down knockout fight. I knew what I was getting when we ordered that fight. Yeah. So it's all about what you
1: like. So you you actually pay going to go and watch You <laughs> play play defense the whole time. Yep. <laughs> man, I want, I'd rather go play Mortal Kombat with that man. <laughs> <Yes. Damn.
2: laughs> I got Go some more writers for you. Go for it. All you. right, so what, if, so what if I told you this dude made $104.5 million over his career, uh, made five all-star games, uh, averaged... Let me see, where is that? And averaged... All these fucking nerd stats that show up all the time. But any average... Where is that points? Man, y'all be kidding. He averaged like almost 20 and a half points per game uh, had outstanding three point numbers and only made the NBA all made the all NBA uh, team up to the 13 like three times in his career is that dude Hall of Fame words
0: uh, you talk about Glenn Big Dog Robinson NBA, Hall of Fame. NBA, NBA
2: matter of fact take, take a wild guess who I'm talking about
0: Glenn Robinson not
2: the big
0: dog Larry Johnson not grandma, mom. Yeah, I don't know then. <laughs> he,
2: he, he had a classic game. <laughs> I'm talking about Reggie Miller. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely very good Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: I take that back. I take that back. Reggie Miller averaged 18 points for his
1: career. Yeah, Man. but... But, but, but,
2: that's a, yeah. But, that's, but that's basketball Hall of Fame by itself, because, I mean, Bill Watson <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> See, and I, don't like, every, I don't...
3: I don't like I don't like I don't like these LeBron guys because they'll say Jordan didn't play nobody in the finals, but that Reggie Miller team he had to beat and get
2: to the finals? Like man. I don't like that. You man. Somebody, but you look at some but like the NBA Hall fan full of like think about it, like Dennis <coughs> Rodman in there for rebound. No, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: can't. y'all mean in the hall Yo, we had a whole debate mean, about and, Dennis Rodman y'all, y'all mean can be explained away because, I mean, look, he
2: had like an impact that brought like 2 billion, 3 billion new NBA fans to the game. Okay, well, what, yeah,
3: what, what about business. Sabonis? What about Sabonis? Now, I know you know Shaq used to kill him. So, what about Sabonis?
2: But, he but, Sabonis hey, he's two. <laughs> on, 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 on the sneaks. On the sneak. <laughs> Sabonis used to give Shaq that work too, though.
3: Crazy,
2: but that's so, too bad. But he's so, he's just crazy, <laughs> so, but that' what I was about to say. The bones were washed by the time he got to leave. But early, the He
3: gave him the Hall of Fame based on his own career in the Euro.
1: But yeah, that's how the basketball Hall of Fame do it, though. Which is yeah, stupid. basketball Hall of Fame. But you got <laughs> uh, what's his what name? Argue about. But even in the NFL, what's his name? The uh, quarterback with with a big, nice coats.
0: Joe, uh, uh, uh Joe
1: yeah, he in the hall of fame. It's no, don't no show he should be in the hall of fame.
0: He got more, don't he got more interceptions yeah. than he got touchdowns? And
1: he in the hey, hall look. of fame. That he don't like,
2: make no not, sense. If not, it's because it's one of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, no, I got, I got another player. So what if I told you a player had, uh, over 12,000 yards over 11 seasons, Uh. Had 17, had 1700 yards and 11 touchdowns in one season, but never rushed for more than 890 yards in a single season. After that, do you think this dude belongs in the Hall of Fame?
0: Are we talking about Frank Gore?
2: Mm-mm. He just there, he's gonna get in because of longevity, but mm-mm, not him. Ah, uh. so
0: notice
2: I say he played 11 seasons, only had 12,000 yards, about- only 12,000 total career yards.
3: Yep. You talking about Brian Taylor. Nah, Fred
2: deserved to be in.
0: Uh... Okay. <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> Who?
2: Zealand? Yeah, Marcus
0: Allen—that's
3: a no-brain. He definitely got
0: to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because like how Al Davis did Marcus Allen was just was was was,
3: was,
0: man, he Marcus dirty. was
3: nice,
0: man. He did him dirty. He did dirty. And then he changed so the backfield with Bo Jackson. Made him play so full back for Bo Jackson. I mean,
2: but Bo only played like eight games out of the season, though. Because remember, he was still
0: doing the baseball thing. Yeah. Yeah, you got right, I
2: got one more. Go for it. I got one more. All right, so you got a dude played, let me see, seven seasons, had 7,607 yards, and how many touchdowns? I had 60 touchdowns, had four straight 1,000-yard uh, seasons, and had one 2,000-yard season. And let me see, rushed for 21 touchdowns one year, and after that, he didn't rush, he only rushed for four more touchdowns. Is this dude a hall of fame?
0: Uh, I say no, but he probably is, though. Is
2: he? Uh, let me see. And yes, that dude is, and you should know this guy because this is former Georgia Bulldog running back Terrell Davis. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, its was Hall of yeah. He Yeah, yeah, short career though. Yeah, real short career. So, hey, all right. So, let me ask you this question. I'm still playing numbers games. What if I told you um, this artist, right, has sold over 85 million records? Oh, this, shit. this artist.
4: <laughs>
0: this this artist <laughs> has.
1: I, read, I, read,
0: yeah, but go ahead. I bet you don't. This artist has over, I think, six number ones.
1: Who He's that. a rapper. Who's he for? Let's gas him up, man. Let's go. Right? Would you say this
0: this like this? Speaking off numbers alone, would you say this this rapper should be in everybody's top ten, or at least top five? Got fire. Drop bars. Who is
1: it? Who no, I'm talking about no, I'm not talking
0: you about. No, I'm not talking about. You got six. What?
1: You got six. Six one?
0: number one songs.
1: Uh yeah, that's fire. That's fire. That's 85 five, million records what? sold. It's five. Well, wait. Is this digital? And he should be in the top 10? He is yeah. this digital sales, or are you going to the
0: store No, again? going to the store and
1: buy it. Did he say oh. Disney? Go. Go.
0: Y'all wanna tell you who it is?
1: Yeah. Oh, Buster Rhymes?
0: Nope. Flowrider.
1: Flow rider, man. Go. Man, I'm, I do a rifle, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Go. though.
0: So Go like status. So Let me just
4: throw the pool stick down one more time.
0: Huh? <laughs> I'm just saying, I look I looked it up and I was like, Well dang, like I ain't no dude so albums like that.
1: Yeah, but but look at his audience, that man. I mean, he's not a, a rap artist. He's a that's like putting snap rap in the same category. That that ain't the same that ain't the same thing. Oh, what? What's, what's the difference between him That's and That's like Hammer? putting Soldier Boy in there. Soldier Boy ain't no, he's not a rapper. He's something else. What's the difference between uh, him and MC Hammer? MC uh, Hammer, you, what, he, he, uh, he, he, he in the group with the 69 <laughs> boys. He ain't no rapper. <laughs> I bet mean, you
0: won't tell Hammer he ain't no rapper,
2: though. I, oh, no, hey, hey, hey.
1: oh, no, Mr. Hammer, sir. Hey.
2: <laughs> Bro, Hammer ran up on Redman in New
1: Jersey. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh no, Mr. Hammer, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Hammer. <laughs> no, but uh um definitely I don't I don't look at Rider like that. I, I don't I wouldn't put him in that category. That's like he in a he in another category, man. Y'all consider him You're a him like pop. You wanna think like a pop. Yeah, pop. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. no disrespect to what do, the dude's doing or whatever. I'm just saying, I, I wouldn't put him in that category like that. Oh,
5: this I mean, song on MTV. Hey, I, I, hey, would get, I would
1: put Will Smith in the rap category first. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, mean, I mean all the
2: different things <laughs> when I'm talking about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's
1: up? I mean what about different. Nelly? Read, read uh, Nelly's numbers, man. So Nelly has... Nelly got some
0: numbers. I, he has two of the top ten... Greatest selling records of all time.
1: Numbers.
0: Nelly got you numbers. Ride
1: around still bumping
0: it. Huh?
1: You ride around still bumping
0: Nelly. I don't know. Y'all was in St. <laughs> y'all was in St. Louis. But <laughs> they still bumping <laughs> Nelly when y'all was there. Had to sweat Unless too.
1: Unless around the house dropping down trying to get your eagle on.
4: <laughs> hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, doing I'm,
0: the I'm a head. fan
1: of Nelly, but I mean, like, I think it, I like his his uh, music that he got for the females a little better than his uh uh rap music. The, the, yeah, Do you know, Nelly,
2: Nelly is the Drake blueprint.
3: Uh, I agree
1: with that. I agree with that. You I know what? Me and my that. partner, we just talked about that the other day, uh, cause we're arguing who started that singing first, and he said Nelly with that, with that singing a, shit, or whatever. It was a Ja Rule? It wasn't nope. Ja Rule? Nelly, Nelly was there before Ja Rule, sonny, so I'ma, I'ma have to go with I agree, I concur with you, sir. That's a good, uh, observation <laughs> there. The, the, the singing stuff actually started with Bone Thugs and Army. No, the we Army ain't talking about Army, like that. No, them boys was harmonizing. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <nine of them. laughs> the singer. Did it without? Just did it I'm more of a like they in church. They just got out of church and started singing. Hey, so, man, I
0: got one for you. All right, go
2: for it. All right, who would you say is the better artist, or who sold the most, Beyonce or
1: Rihanna? Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah. Ooh. I'm I gonna go, say go the Beehive. Rihanna. I gotta
3: go at the Beehive.
0: But I think Rihanna yeah, might
2: have sold more. The, bee, mm-hmm. the beehive the beehive, sent shots at you, honey. Got to, to you
0: scared. Oh, hey, I, I, <laughs> hey, look, I'm part of the beehive. Um, as long as you ain't out
1: there singing
0: and twisting with the beehive. <laughs> <laughs> now I
1: leave that to you. I say
0: Rihanna. I'm gonna right. say, but I'm gonna say Rihanna then sold more, probably. All right, worldwide,
2: Beyonce has sold one hundred million albums. Uh, yeah, Rihanna it just. Has sold, Rihanna has sold two hundred and fifty worldwide. Yeah, um, that, that has more number ones, mm-hmm. uh, not just on R and B charts, but on like the top 100. Than Beyonce, and this is included her Destiny's Child stuff. Uh. Mm. Wow!
1: But I know no, she worth more money than her. I know, I know, I, Rihanna worth more money. She worth a bill. I say this though, I, but I'll say this though: the type of music Rihanna make is for the radios and stuff like that. The type of music that Beyonce making, like now, like the last couple projects. It's for a, a a certain type of audience, which is more like black people. So of course, yeah, like I don't think like that last project to me, that's that's for a certain type of audience. So I I see Rihanna getting a bigger following than what Rihanna but he, what but, but here's the thing though, because
2: like if you look at Rihanna, Rihanna be like the same stuff that Beyonce doing now. Rihanna be doing it. I mean, it's, it's it ain't like on 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 wax or nothing like that, but she be going hard on folks on social media,
1: like she gonna pull up oh, yeah. and pull the drink. Yep. On, so. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like because like, the young they don't want to be like it's too the Beyonce like an old type, older type, type person. So
0: like, Wait, so like you, you call you call Beyonce old?
1: B. I would never call Beyonce old. And for those that's listening to the podcast, do not take away my, my wings. I'm part of Beyonce, but. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna just make
0: music for the younger people. Yeah, Rihanna, baby, baby. So I got a question. Um, since, since we're talking about that, right, and you saying this is full out of perspective and and whatnot, I'm 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 gonna go and we're gonna we're gonna start with him, right? All right, everybody gonna get name one of the top. Uh, for time's sake, we'll go three. Your favorite album, you got 60 seconds to explain why. It could be one of your top three favorite albums. 60 seconds to explain why, and then we're going to send it around the room. So, Mr. J.R. Hill, what you got? Dude, I
1: have my, my top five, All Eyes On Me.
0: Wait, like, wait, wait,
1: wait, least,
0: wait, least, wait, wait, degrees. I just need one. Just give me one, then you got 60 <laughs> seconds
1: to I'm tell gonna me. I'm going to have to go with All Eyes On Me, uh, Tupac. I mean, that's, that's everlasting, man. That dude ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> I mean, his music from coast to coast around the world. You got people in Chinese trying to sing that, sing "All Eyes on Me." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, I had to go with uh, "All Eyes on Me." All right. And then, like the length of the, the length of the album, you can listen. to it. Nobody, Lil Boosie tried to do it with the boot pop. That could no, that, didn't work. I it. think Biggie was the only one who could mimic a double album and be successful with it.
0: Double album, a hard thing to pull off. So what do you think about All Eyes on Me, Michael
2: Machiavelli, The Seven Day Period, is a way more superior album. You can tell that it wasn't rushed. All Eyes on Me had its effect because I remember I was at Vados the High, and me and Jarrell Rose skipped school to go to Sound Goodies the buy. <laughs> <laughs> and came back to school during lunch, bumming it. Cause I think uh, the Jordan Elevens dropped that year. The white and Carolina blue uh, joints dropped, and we both went and got them joints. And yeah, so I mean, it's a good album. It's a great album. But listening to it now, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that. There's some songs that could have uh, that didn't get released that should have been on the album, and stuff yeah. that's on the album that should have been left off completely.
0: So, what's your favorite? So, what's your favorite track off that album? Ooh.
2: Come it's back
0: soon, I, I got to look at the track listing again. All right. Hey, Sean, what's your favorite track of All Eyes On Me? What's your thought about the album? I love All Eyes On Me. I can't lie. That's uh, a, a lot
3: of tracks. <laughs> you asked me to yeah. get one out of a double disc? We talking about part one or part two? It don't matter. 30 <laughs> <laughs> years later, he asking you
2: that.
1: Yeah. I get. I get all right, I got I got, I got.
2: got mine then, So. Like so, like I gotta say, it's the best track. But it's the track that I throw on the first day of summer. Well, I'm in Texas now, so every day is something man. But the first day when the weather perfect, where it ain't too hot, but it ain't too cold, but you can roll down the window, and that's um where it is. Uh, Checkout time. Checkout <laughs> time. My joint. Checkout time. My joint in the summertime to roll up like dog. I used to roll around Kansas City jamming. That's so hard. <laughs>
0: my favorite one is uh. <laughs> Is the one with meth and red and meth on it. Oh, mine made up. Mine made up. That's my favorite track off the album. The whole album. All right, Deron, I'm gonna what'd go you... with the wrong one. With
2: Snoop?
3: Snoop, Gangsta
0: Party. I'm gonna go with that one. Gangsta Party. All right, hey Sean, top three favorite album. Top
3: three album?
0: Yeah, album. It'd it be any album. Top three. Just give me one album. I'm, in 60 go seconds.
3: With, I'm gonna go with Outkast... Uh, the, the AT aliens. I'm, mm. go uh, I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go Nas. Still mad at. It.
0: Hold on, wait, stop, stop AT aliens, stop AT aliens, right? And tell me why AT aliens is one of your favorites. Oh, that oh, uh, it's a it's a lot of good songs on that, but
3: the one with uh. The, the, the 13 Elevators, I believe. Yeah, 13 for <laughs>
2: growing
3: like, old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's one of my favorite tracks. The one that they had the, uh, the video for. What's the one when he had the turban on in the video? What's the name of that song? Elevator <laughs> uh, uh, song doing that. <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> I don't know the name of it, but. Nah, that's a Yeah, I yeah, yeah.
1: The one had. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. the song with
1: ATL.
3: My bad. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, it's a There's a lot of. Songs on that one that just ride through like the, the two dope boys in the Cadillac. Yeah, like it's, it's a bunch of joints that <laughs> just keep going on on that on, on,
1: on that joint. But I could
0: have picked any outcast album. I just threw that one out there. But but th- that, that's one of my favorite albums. Hey, can I ask I Y'all it? a question? Was y'all like the little comic book that came with it? Y'all remember? ATL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I was, the CDs was out, yeah, yeah. I, I remember reading it like, dang, they don't come out with part two. Like, that, <laughs> I was all, I was all in on on that album. I was that all in on that album.
2: Dre never releasing them comics uh, after they came out should have been a fourth. Should have foretold us that this dude don't like to do no work either. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he,
0: ain't, he ain't gonna finish that. He ain't gonna finish that. Uh, Brian, you mm-hmm. still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. okay. Top three albums, one of your favorites. You got 60 seconds to tell uh, us why.
1: Here we go. Uh, real easy. Uh, Food and Liquor, Lupe Fiasco. The reason why is because that album got me through high school. That album really got me through high school. Uh, and it just, to me, I feel like when you say like, your, one of your top favorite albums, it, it brings back certain memories and things like that. So this is not subjective, but Food and Liquor, he delivered the, the flow. Instrumental, storytelling, everything. Everything you like about a lot of people, y'all just, you know, name Lupe Fiasco got it on there. Gotcha. I'm actually surprised, brother. (laughs) Oh, you two gonna go Eminem
2: or uh, or Third third Base or or
1: Miller Ice? (laughs) Or Matt Miller? (laughs) No, I can't go Matt Miller. Matt Miller, you got songs, but not good. Not a good album.
0: So I thought um, that's the one with Kick Push on it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually, it's a
0: good album, though. I I, I enjoyed Fool and Lucky. I really did. Anybody uh,
2: else? I, I love that album, but I still prefer The Cool over, over
1: The Cool is uh, good.
2: Because, like, I guess I can go ahead and get. Well, I'll let everybody else, because kind of, my comment kind of ties into my album that I picked for mine. I picked a more recent album. All right, go for it. Uh my classic yeah. album and you know like you know my musical taste, like I listen to everything, but I don't listen to too much recent rap because I like he'll like he'll say, like a lot of this stuff, trash, a whole bunch of mumble autotune But yo, Freddie Gills bandana album, that's one rapping ass rapper, dog. Fred Gill. Is, is is Freddie Gibbs Bandana is bandana is Freddie Gills, bandana album, the one he I'll did with mad Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gills uh, uh, Gary, Indiana, East uh, Chicago Eric Okay, yeah, I'm gonna check him out. Used to be on Jeezy's uh, label. Him and Jeezy had uh, a little bit of beef, but yo, like you know, you a rapping ass rapper when you can have most deaf and Black Thought on the album and Shot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay. Like, like he is, like he is the, he is the,
1: the rapper. He more lyrical gentleman. or what is he? Oh, he's he all, he's all of the above, dog. He all lyrical. He he's more like a lyrical but gangster type lyrical like cause he a black disciple too right if I ain't mistaken yep. he a yep. black disciple yo Freddie Kills ooh man Freddie Kills good That's,
2: Freddie Kills good right. crazy I'm talking about crazy wordplay metaphors ain't scared to call out anybody that he got beef with like he like yep. like, that, like that album made me a believer
1: okay. do you like uh it's how to print
2: I do. Uh I checked out the last joint he had. He the thing that killed me about Sahai is Sahai. No, is that. That. Yeah. The, my thing with Sahai is Sahai make a lot of joints that people love but don't know he the one that wrote them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like this he like this generation, uh what's the dude from uh Virginia? Uh Mass Hill yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, that, so that's so that was my favorite.
0: Okay. I'm gonna share mine. My my favorite uh, is 8 Baller MJG Coming Out Hard. 8 Baller MJG Coming Out Hard. Pimps, man. That's my, that's my song on that one. Pimps. Good. And Mr. Big, there's that bass line on Mr. Big. Like, man, like I just remember like having that that tape, I had it on tape first. And um it because, was great
2: too wasn't. It? Yeah. yeah. Great Maxwell
0: tape Yeah. <laughs> and then like I remember like when I when I first I had the Thunderbird and I got um I put some speakers in it. The first album I, CD I put in there was that one there, Mr. Big. Just because it just reminded me of just being home at a certain time, as well as just you know, just like just, just what we like, I made mean, maybe you wanna box Chevy with thirties or twenties, fifteens, whatever. And it and just beat the block down, playing Mr. Big or playing pimps, like that's my joint. Eight Ball MJG Bruh. coming out hard, bro.
2: It's one of the it's one of the few albums that you can listen to that got like real bad mixing to it. Yeah, but it's just it's a jail though. Like you gonna get some highs with, uh, with the release. Yeah, you you might get some you gonna get some thought, <laughs> but you gonna get some highs with them joints
1: though. <laughs> what you're gonna get, it hey, I got a question. Okay. So Hill, Hill, do you still listen to Tupac like as we speak? Yeah, is I just pull it up my phone and show it to you, player. Let me tell you, like <laughs> if I, I, I imagine, like walking down the street, maybe somebody playing Tupac, but I just don't trust him, bro. Like they up uh, to something. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> I don't trust nobody that listen to Tupac right now, bro
5: all man, they want all the smoke. They want all
1: the smoke. You say that you say don't nobody listen to him? No, I just don't trust him, but I feel like I'm in like oh I
0: feel like I'm still where I'm supposed to be it if I hear too far Gotcha. <laughs> Alright, so so we gonna go back round. So my next album that I personally like that I just listened to, I still listen to this day. And it's Kirk Franklin. Yeah, I still listen to Kurt Franklin. Too. I still listen to Kurt Franklin. Um, the, the second one. Stomp, man. They play Stomp in the club. But
2: um, I would. I, I'm gonna. One of the most confusing times in music club
0: history. Yeah, it hey. definitely was. Like, wait a minute. Uh, but um, I'm going to have to say it's 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 crazy because I really it's been a while since I actually listened to it. But I honestly have to say it's a criminal outcast Aquimina. oh
1: yeah oh yeah
0: oh yeah i actually think that's the best album equipment nah i'm gonna to go with the first one Nah, i think I the second
1: one i'm gonna go with the second one atlians atlians
0: do you know i i don't
1: know
0: bro i think equipment yeah i think go, it,
1: because, because because atlians got more memorable songs you know, like after their first album, they was on the map. The second one really put them on the map. You know what I mean? With all of them different tracks that they got on there, Aquemini was nice. They had maybe two memorable songs, I think. What? Ro- but yeah. was- Rosa Parks. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rosa Parks. Spaghetti Junction. Um, 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 uh, the the one with the uh, storytelling, the artist storytelling. Oh, he yeah. went. Yeah,
0: look at look him. The art, the of storytelling <laughs> might be one of the best albums, the best one of the best songs I've ever released. released. Um, but I just, I just like equipment, man, equipment. I just got that that feel. I, I was in basic training. I remember I came out, came out of, uh, went to the uh, PX. Ooh. You know when you get your little pass, went to the PX and I seen that sitting up in i
1: like, Bro, hey. Which, which, which song is that? Like, oh, I think it's yeah, when Dre be like, I came into this world high as a bird. Saying, and then the bass starts dropping on that one. Come on. Yeah, that's all ATL. That, I like ATL. I got to go with... I got... Hey, ATL has got the best intro, too. I'm I, telling HLM. you. I, tell, it's I like Aquamanite. It's,
0: it's just me, personally. <laughs> I like Aquamanite. Ain't no you can do to make me change my mind. To make, make me think I don't
1: like it better. <laughs> well, <I'll tell> outcast is <laughs> one of them. Alkal is one of because you can close your eyes and pick an album and you're gonna be right. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I go ATL. The, what? 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 I mean, can I get my next album on? Go, go. That's what's up, man. My bad. <clears throat> That's what's up. I love. I love you know, to see black men with that. It's kids, Biggie. Man. Big Biggie. Um. Biggie, uh, first album. Biggie did yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the cool. only album, right? Now you got two. Yo. The... Yeah, and then, then, that, was... then, like that third—I don't know what that was. That third uh, album that my came out—that came out
2: right—that came out right at the right time we was all in Kansas, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That
2: duet album. Yeah. Man.
0: But ready that ready that was a slow burn. Yeah,
1: because
0: it got it got Eminem on there. Um, that's the duet. I know what
1: you're you talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: wrong? I know this
2: one you're talking about. That's man. a duet. Dead Wrong? Nah, that ain't the duet. That's
1: the one where, uh, they got Dead Wrong on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dead Wrong, that's the name
2: of the
1: song. Yeah. But, hey, he, hey, yeah, this is coming from... M be like, I got a line in my pocket, I'm lying. I got a nine in my pocket, and something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 'Cause of like, man, he ain't gonna sound right on no biggie, but he went he went on there and spazzed out on there. He did his thing. But, hey, speakers on Eminem, too. Oh, like Big yeah. is one of them artists that said crazy stuff too. Now, man, y'all give talking, y'all go, y'all give Eminem a hard time, but we already know what we already know what we already know what they're gonna go to, and it was a Richard I, pride joke, I, though. No, 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 I'm talking about still not the mom person. If I die, I really go to hell because I rather shoot dice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like. He he come with some off the wall stuff too, and they talking about the RuPaul thing, we say he rather fuck RuPaul than somebody. But he be on some, he be a he, yeah, he say he rather fuck RuPaul than somebody from Escape. But Biggie be on some some weird stuff too, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that I was pop, yeah. the R and B chicks. Yeah,
1: yeah, Big, Biggie be saying some off the wall stuff. He but did, he did. Like whoa, I be like whoa, 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 what? Can't repeat that.
0: Mm, but. <laughs> but I like Ready to Die. Ready to Die. Um, like I said, it, it was a slow burn at first, though. So. It had juicy. It it, had... Mm-hmm. it it was immediate for me. For but me, I was always yeah. East Coast. I was always the East
2: Coast head, anyway. Like I like yeah, it. machine gun phone. Like, listen. It unbelievable. That... I like. I, I love thoughts that might
0: album. Be, su- Suicidal thoughts might be one of the break, one of the
2: greatest um, East Coast songs of all
1: time.
2: One way he murdered himself at the end. Yeah. Listen,
0: I like the album. I love it. Yeah, because
1: he, he ain't like Biggie because he was over there listening to drama. <laughs> little, 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 right? Little, get on up. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh Story to Tell. Story to Tales is a good one, too.
2: Yeah, like, who? Hey, drama banged in the summer 2000. Or what was that 99? Yeah, one of That's them. This is the 99 episode. You can't sleep so on uh, like Troy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So who Because I think I got nope. my second one Go My second one, I'm going to do one for the ladies uh, The second one Damn, everything 90, Well, this one 99, this was more like 2000 But uh, they keep it like on the R&B side like, mm-hmm. Hey, hey Erica Badu's Mama's Gun might be the last great R&B album that ever came out mm, I ain't going to say the last great r But I mean, I'm a fan of
1: I'm a fan of Erica you know what i'm no,
2: saying that, no that that album got such memories for me because it might have been I, I'll, t- I'll just put it like this it was it was a young me in korea
1: fueled up on soju and two baddies in the barracks <laughs> you got uh,
2: incense everywhere
1: you got incense everywhere no, it,
2: <laughs> and, was, it was it was <laughs>
3: We putting <coughs> Erica Badu in a R and B category like Ashanti, Keisha Cole type stuff, or we? Hell we not, no! I don't know what you're to Not we're not saying Erica Badu is Neo Soul like Jill Scott or uh, India or. But Neo Soul is
2: yeah. nothing but a, a subgroup, a subset of R and B. It's still falling the R and B umbrella. It's just a different subset. It's just like. It's just like insane clown posse ain't hip hop. It's horrorcore rap, but it still falls under a subset of rap.
3: My 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 impression of R and B is like if we ask Erykah Badu to hit mm-hmm. like a like a high note or something like that, she can't do that.
2: I never, I, can't, I never <laughs> seen
3: it. I can I never seen That's what I'm saying. So like, so that's a different type of artist. That's a different yeah, type of like I, usher. Usher and, and, and Anthony Hamilton are two different categories. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, a... yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they still sang. That's what sang, I said,
0: everybody do. Yeah, they sing here, but that ain't the same. But so, country. yeah, more like so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. that Mama's gun, I, but, I, I like everybody. but back to Mama's gun, though. What, what, what's off that Mama's gun? Um.
2: You got Green Eyes, you got uh, Bag Lady, you Bad got 82,000, okay. you got Orange. Or- go. I gotta give him a bath. I gotta go. So,
3: all, right, I, bro. I, but, Peace. all right, bro.
2: So, nah, so yeah, so like that fall into my top three albums. Albums that is, it's, I classify a great album to me. Like a great album to me is an <laughs> album I can throw on and don't have to worry about skipping. So, like if I got your album on vinyl, that means. I hold your album. I hold that joint up to like a different standard than I do everybody else. Do you got that on vinyl? Hell
1: yeah.
2: Okay. I see the Outcast one I see that one. Oh, I can show you the
0: catalog. All right, Ryan, Ryan, you up next? Uh,
1: Lord Willing
0: clips. The clips, Lord Willow? Oh, damn. Yo. I like
1: that one. It just, I don't got to say, no, I don't really think I got to say too much, man, just for real, yeah, just for real, and stuff. I just, Hold on. I don't know. Was you, in high, was you in high school when this album dropped? Middle school, getting ready to go to you high was, school. You, so you was beating on desk. Yep, grinding. <laughs> yep, I already knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was a fan of the ice cream, all of that, man, just changed the coaches, the style, you know what I mean? I just,
0: I just hey, I'm I'm a huge clips fan. Love Pusha T. I love for real. I love the beats, all of that. So yeah, Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh.
2: All right. Anybody got any thoughts on Lord Willing
1: about the clips?
2: <coughs> no, it's good. It's
1: great. It's all right. All right. All I right.
0: like it. I like it better I than the t- songs on the album, though.
1: I mean, my don't love That was a, that was the one I like. Comedy Central was my joint. I
0: like gasoline. I like gasoline hard, bro. My on Love. That was a yeah. song that I used to play all the time off that one. All right, all right Hill, what you got?
1: 400 Degrees. Juvenile? Yeah. Ha. Huh. I almost said something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ha. Huh? Ha. Huh? Huh. Did he say toxic? I said ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. That's the name of the song. Ha. Huh.
1: Oh, I thought
0: you were saying hard. Huh. I thought you was
4: being funny. I
1: was. To... I was being funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just at it like you know, like that. That's when you know, like that dude. That's like the end of the nineties. You know what I mean? And for the nine nine, you know what I mean? And it was just so much, so much freshness on that. And good album, man. That yeah, I mean it's, Good. Now, do do you, it. You definitely do it age well, out. huh? Say so did it age well? Hell yeah! Man, <laughs> man, that fine line right there. You you put that on, and bro, you, bro, back, back you still got, got people dancing to, to it. Tell my yeah. age well. You put back that ass up on. And watch that. These old these old thoughts start. They back probably oh. hurtin.
2: They ain't hurt no more in that song. Come on. They gonna oil them <laughs> They gonna oil them
0: kneecaps up. I know, right? <laughs> Bring the hey, yeah,
2: I got a question. Yeah, I got a question.
0: Well, and it did with 400 degrees. What y'all? What y'all think is the most underrated song on that album? On which one? On 400 degrees. I don't even know. I with really, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I can't even say like I wasn't a big fan of the oh. 400 degrees album.
1: But you wanna hey, the main this, one in wait. there main one in that waiting on back that ass up. Yeah, that's back one of the that ass songs up
0: long come long on time. in the club. Like <laughs> right. but, but you said underrated, so I I didn't I didn't listen to it that, that much. I don't even think I ever I don't, honestly I don't think I ever owned the
2: album. The that's title a, the title track of the title
1: track of the album made this album. You know fun. what? I don't know who like him uh, like more, him or Trump. But don't
0: <laughs> uh, you ever compare me to your uncle, boy? Don't <laughs> ever compare me to your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but nah, like I I will be honest with you, it came out. I remember, it, but I I don't think I ever bought it. I I really don't think I ever went and bought it and just actually sat down and listened to it. But 400 degrees, um, back that ass up and high, and then the remix with Jay Z. Those are only three songs that I can honestly remember off the album.
1: That remix one, uh, all it was okay. It was yeah, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I like come on, man. We just need this on the
2: album. <laughs> yeah,
0: we didn't really need yeah. that. Didn't, didn't need it. Didn't yeah. need it. What you got, uh, Deron? Yeah, but since you brought up
1: Jay Z, uh, uh,
0: his black album was one of mine. The black the Black album was dope. I
1: like
0: the black album. Yeah. The black album yeah. was dope. Uh, Deron, you got a third one? Uh, go to Ryan first,
2: then come back again.
0: All right, Ryan. I think. Oh, dang. I'm in.
1: I'm in. Um, I go with the
0: Carter, Lil Wayne, the Carter. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's like his it. best album to me.
1: Which one?
0: The first one, the first Carter, is his best Stop. album. Stop! That's my favorite Lil Wayne album. Stop! Name a
1: song off there. Uh, Birdman Mr. Junior, uh-huh. Birdman
0: Junior, that's the best. Oh, I thought you were talking
1: about me, but I about, I about name the whole track list. The <laughs> please, oh, please name it. Please name it. Yo, the Carter Hard, bro. Like, let me you, tell you, go DJ you know, Birdman Junior. No, I'm I'm gonna go songs that ain't even like right. snitch. Uh, uh, what's the other one there? Um, uh, damn, what's the other one called? Get the other one. So, person. you mean to tell me that album is better than the one with Amelie on it? Yep, I like the better.
0: Hey, Alright, yeah. so, she, all right, so wait, 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 like, let me, me get out. my sixty
1: seconds. Let me get my sixty seconds. Somebody log me the, out. Carter Three, the Carter Three is more of the commercialized Wayne. The Carter was Wayne Wayne, bro. The the, the Carter was... Now, the Carter Carter 2 was even harder than Carter Carter (laughs) 3. Huh? Carter 2, he spit harder than what he's doing to Carter 3. Stop. That's a Carter 2 is the
2: perfect Wayne album,
1: though. Yo, Carter 2, he is spitting, bro. (laughs) Name a song called the Carter 2 fine man, feel, that's man. all I
0: remember.
1: I feel, uh, you, you had to shoot you had to, I I keep I keep
2: it mellow. You had to shoot a joint with Robert Dick. You had uh, dope, um man. what was track two? Track two and three. Track two and three made me get out of my truck. Music.
1: Uh, my is, one, uh, um that's why he was like, damn what he said, uh breathe by you so fast, had you sing the hot chew. I got the fever, man, I gotta so I gotta bring a little back after Katrina. We's the F, baby, not an F, is for FEMA. Sick bitches, yeah, I spit that leukemia. Where'd you go hard? Where you sleep? Carter 2 is on the most. <laughs> you all yo. the rest of that song? Yo, lyrics lyrically, <laughs> is better than the Carter 3. The Carter 3 is more commercialized. I was like, I
5: totally disagree
1: with you, sir. Oh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Money on mm.
1: my mind, my
0: joint. Got Money it. on my mind was hard. Like the, like, the Carter 2 was 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 good, but. I, even grown man I like dude. I like the Carter then the Carter too. That that's that's how it goes for me. But either, I don't think it's the wrong answer anyway. Um I'm gonna go. My album is Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. That album, even to to, to me, Doggy Style is better than The Chronic. I'll go ahead and say that.
1: Nah, you don't crazy.
0: A, I do believe that it is a better album than The
1: Chronic. I think I, you sniffing something out, I think you
0: sniffing something out your beard on
1: now. Little, please,
4: little.
0: Do, please do elaborate, sir. I, I just think I, like, if we, when you go back and you listen to The Chronic, The Chronic is groundbreaking, don't get me wrong. But if you actually go down and you listen to it, you go track for track, it's a better album. It's more cohesive. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a better album. That's just me, me personally. I enjoyed Doggy Style more than I enjoyed The Chronic. <laughs> Not to say that the Chronic ain't classic. I just, say that again. I like Doggy Style more than I like the Chronic. <laughs> I, I see what you're
4: doing.
0: I see what you're doing. But anyway, y'all almost got me. Y'all almost got me. But I see what you're doing,
2: though. This is why. All right, so I'll come on So, I, all right, so yeah, Doggy Style, great album. But if y'all really want to see what, like, Well, like, like with every artist that we listen to, like we know, like they can, like we, like for me, it's like little brother, like little brother came out like on fire to me, and then you notice that this shift went from like hey they just rapidly rapping to like being great artists when they drop like they third they second they third album, so you notice this shift, so like, Chronic, yeah, groundbreaking, but if you really want, if you want to know what the precursor of the Chronic is, go listen to that last N.W.A. album. And every song, every track from that album is basically the precursor for the, what will become the chronic.
0: Was it was it? Niggas like for life in,
2: 2"? Nah, niggas for life. Niggas for life. Okay. The first one. The first one without Q. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah. So like that whole joint is like, it. Like I said, it's it, it's it's the it's the first child in the in the chronic se- chronic doggy style series. So. Gotcha. But, yeah, I can't
1: sleep
2: on it. It's the first CD I ever bought with my own
1: money. So Yeah, we mm. all, Yeah, we all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I my first CD till ninety ninety nine or something like that. I was still writing, you know, riding on cassette. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing
0: wrong with that. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. We all that had to do it. Sure, I remember we had to look. I don't, I don't think
1: they brought CDs down south, other
0: than uh, other than then, uh What's that thing you
1: used to
4: order?
0: Um, oh, the Columbia House. Oh, Columbia House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they lost so many <laughs> I don't how much money they lost. I know I owe them by. Uh, it. I ain't even saying? But
2: dog, no, no, think about it. that shit stuck on your credit.
0: Cool. <laughs> Man, let me give you a dollar. Man. Let me give you this dollar right yeah. now.
2: But um, I need but yeah. It. So I got. It. I got my third out.
0: Go for it.
2: All right, so because like I said, my musical taste range uh, from this to that and real crazy. Let me see. Hill, you from uh, you from the Lou,
1: right? Nah, was from Savannah. I thought you were from St. Louis. Nah, anyway, nah, he, but, so nah, he's from, he from, he from Rochester, New York, man. Come on, get it. <laughs> <laughs> New, New yeah, 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 you from Smallville?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so like my third album, like one that I can throw on and don't have to worry about skipping, is um, Miles Davis' Kind of Blue. Like it should be the int- it should be the int- so, like for people that want to get into jazz, like this is the album that you should like listen to. I mean, it's the it's the number one all time selling uh, best selling jazz album of all time, and that's saying something considering that album got released in like 1959. Um, What's the name of Kind of blue. Yeah, kind of It's blue. basically the it's basically the standard that jazz has been um, been judged on ever since until until he like made bitches brewing like seventy one or something like that. Yeah. But not- uh, so that's the album that I got third, and that album also birthed the remark that he told Nancy Reagan one time at the uh, White House mm. that is one of the greatest I quotes uh, anybody has ever said to a first lady of the United States. Go, what is it? This moment in black history. Alright, so, nah. gonna so yeah, take
0: yeah, us yeah. out. This moment, moment in black, moment history. black history. Is he got you got a so, minute, so, you got sixty seconds. Take us out and give us this moment in black history.
2: Alright, so go ahead and freak you on uh, black and miles and put them in your ear. Take that glue paper out. Don't smoke that portion. Uh-huh. But uh, so Miles Davis was getting like the presidential medal of freedom or something from Ronald Reagan at like 85, 86. So he's standing there, and Nancy Reagan comes up to him and said there's some vulgar language in this though so, my bad so like um nancy reagan comes up to him like hey we got a nobel prize winner win
1: scientist
2: like we got all of these smart people here that's getting the presidential medal of freedom what have you done to yes. deserve getting this uh getting this award Well, he's like well he's like i learned under some of the greatest in jazz and i made uh eric jump albums that basically changed the face of music five or six times. And so that's how I got here. So how did? So besides fucking the president, how else did you get in the White House? <laughs> and there
0: we have it. The beard always wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. It's a podcast. Hey, what's happening, good people? This your boy Marvin Shaw, and this is the Beard Always Wins. Yes, the Beard Always Wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle, but more importantly, it's a podcast. And this is episode ninety-eight of the podcast. That's right, two more episodes, and then we get to that magic number one hundred today. Of course, you got myself, you got Ryan, you got Deron, we got Keith, and I think we have a Sean on here. He's uh, got his microphone muted, um, and he won't get in if he don't. Unmute his microphone, but whenever he figures it out, guess what? He'll be in this conversation. So, I want to just start this off first off by saying, you know, shout out to the friends of the podcast, Cool Comics. If you haven't read The King in Black, that's right, The King in Black, that's written by Donnie Cates. Uh, go down to cool comments and pick it up. You will love this story. Also shout out to hazel hair Teak. That's hazels where you get all the bundles that you want. I get it You might want the ladies you might want to rock the um the the motherland roots But every now and then you want to look Hawaiian silky So guess what you go buy a couple of bundles throw it then you have and guess what you can get that from hazel's hair Teak. and last but not least Shout out to the Blended Beauty. The Blended Beauty on Instagram. Uh, check out for all your skincare needs. And oh yeah, long time friend of the podcast, Lashonda Wells. There, go see Lashonda so you can get market. I, I, I'm getting tongue-tied, but best, best what you see Lashonda for is to maximize uh, your, your reach when it comes to your, your brand, your product, or your business. And with that being said, we're going to start this thing off. I know you're used to us talking about sports. I know. You want to know who do we think is going to win between Tampa Bay and um, who else is it? Kansas City. But you know what? We'll talk about that next week, next Wednesday. Uh, Right now, we're going to talk about unpopular opinions. And guess what, guys? I'm going to start this thing off. And what I got to say today, it might shock some people. To some, it might not. But to me, this is one of the most unpopular opinions that I have. And that is... CeeLo Green, of getting my fame, is better than Andre 3000. He is a better artist than Andre 3000. And I'm going to tell you why. The catalog. If you haven't listened to CeeLo Green is the Soul Machine, just go check that out. Check out Imperf- Perfect Imperfections. Check Just check those his first two out. And you will see that was the love below before the, the love was even below. CeeLo Green is better than Andre 3000. And what we're going to do is we're going to give everybody a chance to tell me why he ain't. Or whether they agree with me. We'll start with, old oh, lucky lefty, Deron. Mm.
2: Why CeeLo Green isn't the best? Yeah. Uh, between him and Andre 3000? Yeah. Oh, because... uh. He made World Party Age Against the Machine and that, and that latest we played Survival Kit.
0: Okay, so you ain't like Survival Kit.
2: Nope. Then like Age Against the Machine. Then like World Party. Like, no. Nah, uh-uh. I, I like World Party. <laughs> That's
5: all I got. Okay. That's
0: all I got. Alright. Keep what you got?
5: Oh uh, man. So um First of all, I'm gonna say that uh, Survival Kit was the album of the year last year. I just gotta say that. And it wasn't really because of CeeLo. In my opinion, the most slept on artist in Goodie Mob is Cujo, Cujo. Cujo, made the Survival- Cujo made the Survival Kit album, Jack me. But back to the comparisons between Three Stacks and CeeLo. Undoubtedly, everybody will agree, even back when we were younger, back in high school, <clears throat> that the most lyrical out of the whole Dungeon family was 3000 and CeeLo. I think most people agree that they always stood out the, above and beyond. Like when I look back and listen to "I Refuse limitation, when CeeLo verse came on, I stopped what I was doing. When he get to "I Refuse limitation, he said, when I woke up this, this morning, with the same frustration for situations like these, I got to call about some work for one of them temporary agencies. No high school diploma or any college degrees. I can't enlist for their drafting as a war overseas. When CeeLo said that, I, I I tell you right now, that was one of the hardest verses I ever heard.
0: Period. And hey, hey Keith, the caveat off of that, right? The caveat off that This is to to, to jump on you back with that. Went on thought process when he said, "Sometimes yeah. I don't even know who I'm gonna eat. I'm about twenty dollars yeah. away from the being on the street. on the street, you might see a nigga like on TV, so, hey. but it's almost but like it's a rapper for, like for free.
5: The little, little money, little be, money gone. be gone, bro. God damn it, I'm grown. Got to have the heat and heat heat and lights on. on. You can't so, tell me. So, yeah, yeah, I already know. But but this is what I gotta say. Uh huh. When you look at I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's three. I'm gonna say it's three stacks. Okay. When you look at both of them, when you look at both of them together in terms of what they do, you have to really marginalize. Are we talking about a full blown <coughs> entertainer, or are we talking about a rapper? CeeLo is a full blown entertainer.
0: I think he's a better artist. more
5: well.
2: Okay. He's a more well. He's a more
5: well-rounded artist than Andre. Sure. I'm that. not that, because CeeLo will sit him and write a, and say a poem to you, he'll sing an R&B hook, then he'll turn around and destroy you in a battle. So CeeLo is like a three-headed monster, but when it come down to pad and pen, just stay spitting in terms of flow, delivery, three, three delivery was ridiculous, and I'm going to go back to when We were just calling him Drake. We would just still call it on Dre on Southern playlist and on ATL. Is. When he was just Dre, who was 18 years old, writing them kind of rhyme. 13th floor can... growing old. 13th can... floor Man, growing old. We, we could just go greatest, back to When you look at what he did on um, 13th floor on ATL, is, if you look at all his early stuff his early Listic, I'm like, this dude was way beyond, he was way beyond his years then. I can't knock your opinion on CeeLo because I know CeeLo dope too. I just give it um, three stars. I took it okay. too much time. Okay, Hey, Sean. Uh, caveat.
2: caveat uh, the day after one of the, most, the the day after on uh, Goodie Mom's first album most up the whole song in their catalog.
5: Yeah. After the ride uh, too. Yeah, Omni too. Live at yep. Omni. Live. Oh yeah. Hey,
3: People are crazy on this shit, People are crazy on this shit, crazy Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Ain't no more you, ain't no more me. It's, it's only us, but
5: no, no, us, no you, no you to see. Your <laughs> eyes open, still can't see. Your soul Your is priceless. Price price. price. You will die price. for I'm a I'm free. You were there for there. Yeah,
3: is it? You don't know. Is it? You don't show it? I, mean, I mean, that just, that is. verse is crazy. The and then the one you said too on the the uh, second album, I refuse limitations. That's That's what that guy actually got a hip hop corner in the source. And back then, that's when the source hip hop corner meant something. It yeah. Don't
5: mean nothing now, but back yeah. then
2: that's what it
3: really meant, son. Right? If you Man. got that? Hey. You probably could have sold two dollars, hundred five hundred
5: thousand back then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bruh. if you talk about if you if you got that hip hop quote back then, twenty five years ago, and I can still quote that verse.
3: Twenty five years later,
5: I'm still
1: quoting that verse. Okay, it aye, aye, was it? So what? It was. That really was an unbox was a popular thing for us. I
0: still listen to
1: that. Me too. I, I got it. I
2: so got it. let me
1: it.
0: Right. Right, right. What what's your take? I said CeeLo Green is a better artist than than Andre three thousand.
1: Uh, overall artist, yes. I mean it it the only project that Andre three thousand had by himself was the what, love low? Yeah. By himself, C-Lo done done plenty of projects by himself. I love it. I, I do. I really do. But, I mean, by himself, it's a project. I still listen to it. I think C-Lo more diverse with, with, more, with hooks and singing and all kind of stuff. Like an overall more creative artist. Gotcha. I don't like all C-Lo's stuff, but he's pretty good.
0: F- F- well, let me give you a real
1: unpopular opinion. Okay. Let me give you a real unpopular opinion. Daron, you got a whole hey, juicy for this one. Go ahead and mute him. <laughs> I never seen. I never seen. I never seen boys in the hood, and I really don't want to. That's my I'm,
2: unpopular. I'm opinion. That's cool. I can agree with that. I would. I, I would tell you. Okay. I would tell people to I, watch uh, Medicine Society before they watch Boys in the Hood. Because I understand the message that John Singleton was trying to spit and Boys in the Hood, but it's kind of like an unrealistic viewpoint, unless you like, live right. in that environment. I mean, there's some things that hit that that cross, um, being on the West Coast, being on the East Coast, being down South. But a lot of it just seemed like it was a little bit too polished. It wasn't gritty like Menace was. Like Menace was gritty. Like
0: Hughes brothers came with it with Menace. Yeah, right. I won't even lie, man. Like what? you was you was scared of Old Dog. You you Old Dog had you thinking like, well, dang, this dude crazy. He just Old Dog was a, was a, was the yeah. the first anti-hero, <laughs> I guess because yeah. people love Old Dog, but Old Dog was Old Dog was, was that dude.
1: And see, for me, like, uh, it's not, I was born in 1990. So a lot of these movies that came out, I was like, what, five, six, seven? You know what I mean? So when now you get older, it's kind of hard watching a lot of movies that were made back then. unless it's just such a great movie. And I just by looking at it, like, ah, uh, gotcha. remind me of a little bit of San Andreas. Uh,
0: <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. I don't
1: think I would want to watch I it. Think- <laughs>
5: Key, what's your take on that? Um, I can I can put it like this. <clears throat> I think John Singleton, because I think who was it that produced Menace? Was it the Gary Brothers or something like that? No, his brothers. His brothers. the Hughes Brothers. Hughes Brothers. Hughes Brothers. Yeah. The one that popped you up. I look up. at it. I look at it from whoever produced it, from the standpoint of the people who put the movie out. John Singleton produced Boys in the Hood. Like somebody who really had a lot more theatrical presence. If you look back at the music and the soundtrack in Boys in the Hood, it was more melodic. In other words, so melodic to the point that Lyons High School still to this day still playing that <laughs> the hook from yeah. uh, Black on Black Crime. Lous still playing that to this day. Um, I think. He really went more or less towards a wide audience. He was trying to attract a wide audience. Whereas I think in Menace, it wasn't really geared. They didn't care who who really watched it or not. They were just more or less, let's put out some truth. Yeah. And I think that's why Menace, in my opinion, is more real. Um, concerning the um, when you look at street violence that was going on in the early 90s over in South Central Los Angeles. So... I just look at it from the standpoint of, I think I agree with you to an extent. Um, I don't really see that as a hard uh, takeaway for me not to really agree on. I think, yeah, Menace was a more realistic movie. I think Boys in the Hood was looking more theatric. Now, that's not the takeaway from Boys in the Hood, because I still think it was a well-done movie. It was a very good story they told, because although it's more theatric, the drama, dramatization uh, scenes, you know, Rick again shot, the uh, uh, Ricky getting his test scores after he actually passed the test to go to college. It was a lot Man. more drama. Than hey, before you go any further,
2: Ricky had to just write his name correct to get the scores on that test. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's true. He, he made like barely over 700. Like, dang, yeah. dude
2: yeah also <laughs> to to piggyback on what he said like he was telling talking about to see the grittiness you gotta remember also singleton what to U- the usc school of filmmaking Hughes yeah. brothers his brothers started out making music videos for like tone lope and stuff so like they yeah. started more gritty and yeah. with no with like no train with like no film training like
5: Minister society was their first ever screenplay too yeah, you could tell, like, you could tell, like, Boys in the Hood was more theatrical. Like, obviously, like you said, Singleton went to college and studied it. So, so it was more artistic expression in here. It, it kind of Boys, in the hood Boys in the Hood, too, though, I I think, too, why I did those numbers,
3: too. If you remember at that time, Ice Cube was in the movie, and that was like one of the first yeah. time a rapper They was trying like the act like in a big movie. Yeah. So, Ice Cube MCA was in uh, in the other movie uh, Men's Society, but he wasn't as huge a crossover success as Ice Cube was. Ice Cube, NWA, and he had a couple of albums after that that was still on top too. So yeah, Mm so that's why that one came. That's why I think that one actually did more numbers. Not not necessarily because of the, the grittiness of Men's Society. I just don't think. Men's Society just didn't have that star to sell, to sell the, the movie to the to the crossing over. Ice Cube crossed over to everybody. Like, Lorenz Tate wasn't Lorenz Tate back then. Uh, uh, the dude who played Kane wasn't, you know, he wasn't a household name. So, it, it had, like, it didn't have the big name actors in that, at
0: the time. I think Jada Pickett might
3: Except have been. Jada Pickett. was an not at, not at that time, she
0: was I know, but even... You got, at that time, I think she was still
3: doing like in the world and stuff back then, wasn't she? Yeah, right. but she was the biggest yeah, star. She was, like, yeah. she
0: was. She definitely yeah. was the biggest star, yeah.
2: the most accomplished.
3: She was the biggest star in it, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. actually, to be honest with you, the biggest... Well, we're talking about men. I thought we were talking about Boys in the Hood. My
3: bad. Yeah. Well, Boys <laughs> in the Hood, it's like four stars, in that, like, Neil Young, she was good, Lawrence
5: uh, Fishburne Lawrence Fishburne, see that's what I'm saying They got the big, name actors in that Because they had the big budget Because they was like a big, big movie I was going to and Ivor Wayans, they sister was in the movie too And she was big during the Living Color at the time mm-hmm. yeah hmm Yeah the Color was actually one of like the number one shows in the country at the time She was You remember too oh, long, her- Virginia King in there too. Yeah, Virginia yeah, King. Yo-yo, Yo-Yo in the movie
3: too.
4: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> bunch of, see, that's what I'm saying. It's a bunch of stars in that one. Well, like everybody who owned this society eventually became stars. But at the time, I'm talking about, at that time, they were, were all stars already.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was a big break. It was a big break. All right. Well, h yeah. you the got, you got the mic right now. So go ahead. Give us your unpopular opinion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that I I know y'all don't it well, gotta be sports but it, what it gotta be. It could be any any opinion that you have that's
0: that's just unpopular. That most that it goes against the grain of what most people think. <clears throat> I don't think I have
3: too <laughs> many
5: unpopular opinions. I got one. Okay. I my people. Okay. Yeah, we'll have, come I back to you back. Yeah, Y'all want me to piss everybody
0: off? It don't matter, go for it. <laughs> go yeah, for
4: yeah. it. <laughs> unpopular opinion.
5: <laughs> when people start listing listin greatest rappers of all time, Eminem is top two, maybe three. All the time. So, like, whoa, very whoa. Unpopular opinion. So you think that Uh-oh.
3: Eminem right is in the top three? Wait, wait, oh, hey,
1: wait, 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 wait! wait. wait, a-
5: wait, wait, wait. Rhyd a- about to hit up, a- a- Rhyd about, a- about to hit on the white man? What the hell? Girl? No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> Give, give <laughs> him sixty seconds. Give him at least sixty seconds to explain himself. Then we will yeah. critique it. Right, so, oh. so
5: first, an foremost, on
1: this.
5: first and foremost, let me say lyrically. Um, Christ, I, yes. will say, I will say in terms of his albums, no. But I always base my rappers on lyrics. So lyrically, lyrically, Eminem is one of the best ever done it. Now, a lot of people would disagree. But I knew, I said, what's going to really piss people off? Let me go to music and piss them all off. Um, I didn't say he's the best. Because I don't believe in giving a best reward to come to music. I just can't. It's all opinionated. But I'll say when you look at his catalog, look at the songs he's been featured on, look at just his generic album, whether it's the Marshall Mather Show or the most recent one he put out, Eminem consistently, from his first album to his last album, lyrically is ridiculous. Now you may look at his production and say, I don't like that album. Well, true. But lyrically, you won't get with him.
3: You won't give keep your 60 seconds is up. Your 60 <laughs> seconds is up. He has to give me he can remember that Eminem just like like how he was doing good. I need that. I need you to quote something because I don't think Eminem got
0: nothing like
3: that. <laughs> Come on now.
5: I'm waiting on this. The that, <laughs> let me say this too. This is gonna be so, this was even worse. I probably can't even quote most Eminem because I don't bump Eminem my car. I don't really bump Eminem. I don't bump him. But I li- every every album I listen to, his lyrics are succinctly always consistent. It's consistent with I his guess- brain.
2: It's I got an Eminem oh, M&M quotable. The only one Bro I don't remember. Go ahead. Remember. Bro Bro I want to hit this. This dude's real name is Clarence. And Clarence got... A, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Clarence got uh, came from home with two parents. I'll give you one. <laughs> I'll
5: give you one. But I'll see. give
1: you one. Right, so... you, I give you one
5: i us i can not quote it, but if you go back and listen to Blueprint and listen to Eminem versus Renegade, that's that's crazy. That's a, that's the that's
1: but, but you know what though, like all that, so it's, it's a bunch of lyrical, spiritual, swimming in your swimming pool, individual, like it's a bunch of words that sound nice and, and, and it makes sense, but let's get to the point when you say lyrical, right? It's, it's rhyming words, but what are you rhyming? Are you rhyming about putting your mama in the killer hood, putting her in the closet and killing... You know what I mean? That's not relatable, man. That's on some
5: I mean, different I mean, type stuff. I, would I, mean, say this too, I mean, I would say this too now. I didn't say he was morally the best or ethically the best.
3: Because, in <laughs> fact,
5: if you're going to use the phrase and say that's not even realistic, most of the rappers who sensationalize wealth and money are sensationalizing things that most of us have right, never done. Right. Do money, bro. So you it lyrical.
1: Lyrical. Lyrical. Like when I when I say lyrical, I think of Lupe Fiasco, I think of Talib Kualib. I think of mm-hmm. uh like Nas, uh Ken Lamar think... is very lyrical. But I'm not I gonna knock like you though. He is My good. Work. You cannot play him work He's good though. But I wanna say top two. I wanna say top two. I put top five lyrically. Not top two.
0: I got M like hey, probably coming in at number but nine for don't... me, but
2: but Ryan, if we don't, if we if that's the criteria we are gonna use, it was a period in music. It was a period in music in the early two thousand. Well, going toward like the 2010s it was a popular opinion that I could never understand why I come like this dude don't be saying that. And when everybody was calling Lil Wayne the greatest rapper or not. like well, Lil Wayne be like, saying
1: stuff, he be saying stuff. Like what? Like, one the one of, metaphors, one of the metaphors, stupid man. Metaphor, stop taking off. We say stop taking them. He take them shoes off. Your and stop running your mouth. Like just metaphorically speaking, him and Cassidy during that time. Cause I know what time you talking about. Him and Cassidy was killing it. Metaphor, it's like kind of like battle rap, where it's like painting pictures and you metaphorically speaking. That, that's what Lil Wayne was saying. If so really, you want to talk about battle rap,
5: cannabis. You can go over there back to cannabis. Cannabis little oh, nasty been around. Nah, Keith, don't don't
1: don't don't tease me with a good time. I'm a big cannabis <laughs> fan. I got a blue CD in my car right now with the with the C on there. Buckingham Palace, all of that. I'm a huge cannabis fan. Lyrically, I have to say maybe cannabis might be the best lyric lyric, lyric.
5: You can cannabis go back death. to. So you a diehard uh cannabis fan? I already know you think the favorite best verse he always he spit. Was the one he did with Lost Boys and A Plus and uh, Redman. Yo, A Plus
1: killed it too. Yeah. Yo, I ain't, you know, like, I ain't gonna, gonna even to change the subject. And need talk about Kenneth, because I can talk about Kenneth all day. But I, I, I can't knock you for saying that though, lyrically. I, I can't knock you for saying
0: that though. Hey, Shaz, what you got, A Sean? man, in my top two or three,
1: not on no lyrically. I, I can't <laughs> not do
3: that. I cannot do that. Simple, based on the substance, based on I can't even give you a quotable off him. And I'm a big uh, Eminem fan myself. I, I bought his first three CDs. So I, yeah, yeah. I, out the store. So I know the CDs, and I, I just really can't sit here and quote or give you like I could a Nas or J T or Biggie or Tupac right. or Outkast. Or right. I, I can't. I can't do that. I can't really do that, or Scarface, or something like that. Like I couldn't, I couldn't put him above these rock him. Like no, like I can't, like, like I can't do that. Like, I, I couldn't do that. Well, now, he's, he's a great artist. I'm taking anything away. He has great. He, he takes words that normally don't rhyme. He knows how to either stretch them or make them fit in to, right. to the rhymes and, and stretch the syllables and all that stuff. I give him credit on that because a lot of when he, when when Ryan said battle rappers, a lot of battle rappers have stolen that part aspect of his style. So I give him I give him that. Uh, he 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 he's great at, at painting those horror 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 like horror <laughs> like film type <laughs> lyrics. I guess that's Because it's talking about chopping somebody up, you know? I mean, even even on the, like his hits like on stand, like he's talking about yeah. putting people in the trunk and driving them off a of bridge. you know what I'm saying? Like even in most of his hits he's talking like that. So that's what I'm saying, like like when, as I got grown, I like those songs, but then I'm thinking to myself like, what could a man would talk about his mama like that? Like, I don't know, I could even <laughs> remember, you know what I'm saying? That's the like, I don't know, like, it's wild yeah. to me, but at the end of the day, I think he's great, though. He's a talented artist, but he
4: can't make no top five.
0: Nah, nah. You got, you got i
1: can't
0: playing with my kids. deron what you got? What you got for us? Uh,
2: man, we're still on music because that's where mine was gonna be. Whoa, hold on, my bad. Oh, pop up. Uh, <laughs> my unpopular opinion, and maybe this is because like I've gotten a little bit older in age. But we really need we as like a black community really need to start having a serious conversation about the current state of like hip hop. Like so so like remember so like I it, just for me on the outside looking at cause I really don't listen to anything like pre nineteen ninety like after like nineteen ninety eight, like real heavy. Like I'm still bumping like yo bum rush the show. Like I'm still like that's that's what I'm still I'm still bumping Kilo Ali though. Like <laughs> Like, that's what I'm still on. <laughs> but my thing is, so my thing with this is, so, like, it's gone so far left or right, depending on which way you're looking at it, because I can remember a time, the thing that started this was, like, the conversation when when, when WAP came out with Cardi yeah. and, um, and Megan. And then, like, you have, like, all of these people saying you can't criticize them. I'm like, hold up. I remember Calvin Butts. I remember C. Dolores Tucker. And they were taking rappers to task back then. So now we've gotten to the point where we can't also enjoy the music, but we also can't criticize the direction of which it's going to. Like me, like, I, like I'm like i a 40-year-old man. I got a 10-year-old daughter. Ain't no way in hell I'm letting my daughter listen to let alone Tupac or anything that I listened to back then. I ain't letting them listen to this new stuff either because there's no there's no balance in the music like i was just talking to like my girl's daughter the other day she's like 17 and she was like naming off all these people i was like tell me who's this generation's getting play will smith Daylight soul uh try and call quest i'm like you don't even have groups anymore like there's like no like there's no group that you can put your finger on and be like hey this is this generation outcasts. This is this generation. Truck we don't have those no groups, man. That's huge. That's a piece in a lot, then Yeah, man, it's just like rap. It's, it's just like Ain't no more tag teams. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, you got but I mean, you got the Migos. That's a group, right?
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I need to keep going, and then okay, and then let me say this too. You you say WAP. I don't think WAP versus the Uncle Luke. Hey hey hey, man,
2: hey hey. But here's the but here's the thing but here's the hold on here's the thing with Uncle Luke Uncle Luke wasn't getting played on mainstream for TV Uncle right. Luke wasn't conducting an uh, like, interview with a, with a presidential hold on, hold on hold on hold on Luke Luke Luca Campbell wasn't conducting an interview with a presidential candidate He wasn't being held up to be the uh, example of black excellence like none of that but, like he knew but it Let me action. ask you this, though But let me ask you this If he
1: could, he would have If was, it was if Uncle Lou came out now, he would be doing the same thing.
4: Uncle Lou nasty, man. Uncle Lou nasty
1: now. Come on now. Let Uncle Lou nasty. I'm going to ride on that. I'm going to ride on that,
4: man.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to ride on that. I was
3: a big ride <laughs> You don't remember the comments? You don't remember the comments where, where the Chinaman had his face? When all the girls in the bikini had his face He's in the bus. You don't remember that? I <laughs> but, but this is the difference. used to go on tour with the girls and get arrested? Topless? But this, yeah, no, nah, they, they were some raunchy dudes. Yeah,
2: like, I'm not disputing <laughs> like, 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 that he like, was raunchy and he was nasty, but the thing is, you had to actively go out and seek to listen to two live Crew and Luke back in the day. It wasn't all in your face like it is now. Okay, well, okay
3: I, I, got, I got a uh, rebuttal to that. Okay, okay. okay. Right, we did have little Kim doing the Busted bussing challenge on the album cover in Mercedes from No Limit. Thanks, yeah, Thanks. Kimo, I know you remember that album cover. A lot of people
0: yeah, the CD just because of the cover, right? Hey, <laughs> I <Kimo>. hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! But can I say something about that? Can I say something? About... I I don't even the remember album... the album coming out. Did the album ever come out, Mercedes? album used to be on the inside of the, the no
5: limit album. I, never I, never I never heard album. I never heard albums. It was all the album cover was, was in every single album because you know you know Mousy had to promote like all thirty of his albums in every single album. It was always on in the inside, but
3: you never knew it came out. It sold a million though.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was running. A, he, was running a, he was running a scheme when he was selling a million. But no, but like I said, like like I don't have like any issue, like I don't take no issue with like any how these kids getting it now or whatever, because I mean it's their time. I'm like we old now, like we right. they get we getting pushed out of the way. It's their time to do their thing. But the thing Bro, is, I was, like I said, there is somebody has to restore the balance. There's no balance in this thing no more.
0: But I think I, I think wait, can I say uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think the balance gets restored when whenever Kendrick drops an album.
2: But see, that's what. But that's the thing. Kendrick is the outlier. He's not the norm. Yeah. But and that's what I'm talking about. There were norms when we can when we listened to hip hop back in the '90s. Like it was like for for but like remember how big remember how big of a deal it was to see a, a southern hip hop artist on uh, Rap City.
4: Yeah.
2: Like the first time I seen Big Mike having things on Rap City, like that was Theron, huge for me. Yeah.
1: yeah. But Theron, though let's talk about '90s music. 90 music was grimy it's a lot about killing niggas bro. 90 music about killing niggas
2: and to your point then to my point it, it was, was a lot criticized. of stuff i
1: know and about it was... nori Nas. they all they talk big pun they talk about killing niggas <laughs> like, and they got
2: ta- and they got taken the task for their music. don't the government went after these dudes in the night
1: but i'm just saying but why, do you, why do you think we had a why do you think you had a perennial advisory stick on your on, on albums now? Because Uncle Luke, uh, Uncle Luke nasty, not Big Stallion. <laughs> Uncle Luke, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Luke was nasty, bro. I I done heard some of the stories on the yacht party, and you thought Art Killer was bad. Woo, Uncle Luke was nasty, but <laughs> Uncle Luke was nasty. But,
2: yeah, but that's why I don't got nothing on Uncle Luke. That's
1: my un- unpopular
2: opinion, though. Uh, I, I got, can
0: chime I, in on that one. I got another unpopular opinion. Right, and this time we're
2: gonna.
0: That was a good one, though. That is a good one. That's a good one. My unpopular opinion. I might say this before, but I think the Titanic is three hours of straight garbage. They should have sunk the boat in the first ninety minutes. I think the Titanic oh, is oh, horrible. It's a horrible one. That to Avatar, because we all agree with that. Change that to Avatar. Well, Tell them
1: what you oh, said about Avatar. Oh yeah,
0: and Avatar, the one with the, the nine foot blue cat people. uh, that movie is trash too. That's nothing but dancing with wolves with with it nine trash. foot blue cat people. Yes, it's visually. What's wrong good. with
1: y'all, man? Y'all are Well, y'all like it. I ain't never that seen it. That was, that the, was the most beautiful movie I ever seen in my life. That movie was beautiful, man. Look, Look, if
5: you ain't never seen it, consider yourself lucky that you didn't waste a few hours of your life. <laughs> that, man, that's that, that,
4: what
0: you, you just buy that movie. That
2: was Hold on, I got a question for everybody. Uh, Keith, Marvel or DC? Oh,
5: it's all Marvel all day.
2: Marvel all day. Marvel. Who up? Anybody DC? Uh, I,
1: no. think, I think... Marvel. I think DC is like... The storyline stuff might be a little bit better than Marvel, but I like
2: Marvel. They animated, they, they animated studio is better, but yeah, Batman trilogy. Best uh, greatest three run uh, comic book movie series that's ever been produced. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Batman the back begins back. the dark. Knight the dark night run. See, hey, I got Marvel posted in the background, so we already know.
1: I just got a problem with man. I just got a problem with Batman because he ain't nothing but a rich person that that's bored and tell the city. That's all he hey, do. Prep,
2: prep time, buddy. Prep
1: time. That's <laughs> all he do. He's <laughs> you know, he like, he <laughs> a rich billionaire. He's a billionaire that just tear up the city, man. Oh,
0: that that was a good. That's a good story right there. Like that were of okay Yeah, that's that that's a good one. Now the one thing I will tell you guys, right, is like, and I, I know I said it at the beginning, but the King in Black is uh you got to check this one out. Like I don't want to give none of it away. Just though it's Venom. It's a Venom based story, but it's involved the entire. You thought if you thought um uh Infinity War, the Infinity Stones and everything, was shaking up. No. Look up the king in black. The king in black. It in fact, go about it
2: go about us. It go about us the Andy's okay. Andy. I got to go with Mitchell's
5: though. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what. I was too young to get Mitchell's barbecue, but my mom and my aunts they all swear by Mitchell's barbecue. Wait, Mitchell's. Oh, so, based know what they say, I'm gonna go Mitchell's. Now, I don't have Andy's wings and all that. But
1: everybody in my family, like, nah, Mitchell's barbecue was the best in town. Is Mitchell by the liquor
0: store? Nah, Mitchell's over by the overpass. Okay, okay, okay. I
5: don't remember having that. Ain't never never had a pulled pork sandwich like that. Hey, I got another for y'all. Go for
4: it.
3: Uh, Dixie cream
0: or Krispy Kreme? Dixie. Dixie.
3: Dixie cream. In
4: fact,
0: I I think I'm sweating by there in the morning, to be honest with you.
4: I'ma
0: swing, might swing by there in the morning. All right.
5: Anybody uh, else got any more? Hey, I'm, hey, I'm gonna get, I got one. I was gonna say. I got one more unpopular opinion. Go for it. I got one more too. Go ahead. To this day, I still <coughs> have never purchased a Kanye West album. Mm. Mm. I'm guilty. I give you 60
1: seconds. You got 60 seconds, Keith. Right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> when I listened
5: to the listen college dropout When I listened to the college dropout It was a classic Hands down But I always like I said it's something about this guy I don't know, I don't like, I can't put my finger on it But college dropout was a classic Dude. By the time I'm just gonna fast forward Because I know we ran out of time By the time Kanye West started really flipping out After his mother passed away Mm-hmm. People were blaming it on, you know, his mom and all the other stuff. And I thought about it, I said, no. Do y'all realize, remember back when Kanye West was dating or married to the black woman before he got all the success? Yeah. Y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember how all that unfolded, how that went down. And I remember I was in the minority then, when I was like, dang, this dude seemed
1: foul. up." No, 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 so the, you the- hey, uh-huh. so the whole time you walking in the, hey. So the whole time you in the mall at the CD's place, and you looking at the CDs and like, just son about this nigga. I don't want to buy it <laughs> 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 right,
5: But you know what? My vindication came. My vindication came when I saw this Negro in the White House licking Donald Trump's shoes. I was like, you know what? All right.
2: Oh, uh, it really? was way before. It
5: was way before it that. Was before that. We, it was before but that. But still, my final vindication when I saw that, I was like, "Hey, I, I
2: was right." We all got a. We all got a rapper that we like. Some just ain't right about this dude. Yeah, I've yeah.
5: been
2: saying the same. I've been saying the same thing about Gucci Man for like a grip now. Man, y'all don't y'all don't feel the same way about Master P? I just don't trust him, bro. So trust oh, no. Oh, no. I, uh, hey, I would rather let Cash Money uh, uh, do my record deal <laughs> <nobody's-> <laughs> And I already know where
1: that's going to go. <laughs> hey, Ken, but can I say
2: about Master P,
0: though? I think Master P, by far, has been was the worst, and I mean the worst sports agent in the history of worst sports agents. How do you have Ricky Williams on a a contract laden incentive when they pass it out. I mean, in literally giving out tens of millions of dollars to the first two, first uh, one, two, three, <laughs> and four picks, and you say, "Hey, it's, it's in- incentive laden." And they Ricky, Williams huh? There's a
2: story behind. There's a story behind that. Ricky Williams type of dude. Like he adored here in Austin, but he did, uh, on his documentary, he said he he. Like fought for that type of contract because he said he always felt like he had something to prove. He just didn't want his money given to him. It's still so it a bad contract, though. If we're going to talk about bad <laughs> agents. Let's talk, they're talk about, bad
5: Drew
2: country, right? <laughs> about Drew Rosenhaus who still be get signing um, he still be signing players, and miraculously they all fall victim to the same, uh, yeah, I had a bad business I got some bad business advice from my agent. And Drew Rosenhaus still out here clocking players with like millions upon millions of dollars, and they losing his his uh his right to represent players. But they going crazy after uh, what's LeBron home board? Oh, Rich Paul. Yes, they going crazy about Rich Paul doing what he's doing. But Drew Rosenhaus been ripping off dudes for a
1: grip now. But
0: That's
2: was- the reason T.O. was broke. Yeah, yeah.
1: But- hey, Keith, I-, I got a question. Yeah. Just jump back real quick, just real quick, cause I I, I love uh, my twisted dark fantasy. I think that's one of the best albums ever. Nah. What album did you almost pick up that you like? What was the closest album that you was about to buy before you start getting the the weird no, vibes?
5: It was it was really none on. Like for whatever reason, like I, I'm I'm a big eight ball MJG fan. Okay, southern hip hop fan. You know southern hip hop all day, and so to me. He never came off as relatable, and then another thing is too. When I looked at the fact that he was from Chicago, and I was really trying to find some real reason to latch on and give him a chance, I was like, "His whole story don't even seem relatable to me." To right. me, he seemed like he seemed like the middle class kid that really wanted to be hood. That's how he came off to me. To me, he right. like, was a middle class kid that wanted to be hood, and I was like, "Eh."
0: I don't know. So,
3: the
5: Migos? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just, it didn't do nothing for me. I, I couldn't get into Kanye. Let me say the Migos. I thought you
3: were going to
0: the, the... I got an unpopular opinion. T- t-
3: I got a unpopular opinion. I'm on. All right. Go. Go, Sean. That offensive tackle from Seattle should never play in the NFL again.
2: The oh, offensive tackle? Who? The one that down beat that black girl to death. His girlfriend. Yeah.
3: What's his name? Chad? What's his name? Uh, yeah, because he wanted her to. Yeah, like what he wanted her to do? He wanted her to. He told her to bow down, the black girl to bow down to her, to him. And she said no. So he beat her down. He beat her down. And, and when she came to, what he say? Uh, Oh, you still alive? And while he was drinking his smoothie, she ran out the room. I'm talking about if you yeah, see her face, she's he, all. Oh, oh, when this was this? Was like, this is like, Look at yeah, how that. real point. quick.
2: I,
0: yeah, I my to, up. I'm at the uh, you read that family me. Debron, you never heard
2: about
0: it. I ain't heard about it. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah and he, he, just got, that he just got released by the uh, by the Saint, but the, the Seahawks. Uh, his name is uh, Wheeler. Uh, let me see. Uh, the the, the, the the formerly charged Wednesday following his arrest on suspicion of felony assault, domestic violence. Uh, dude, where are you talking about? But I'll see the pictures of her face though.
4: Yeah, uh, the true. woman told
2: police that when she regained consciousness, Will was standing near the bed. Uh, said, "Wow, you're still alive." She said she ran to the bathroom, locked in, and called 911 before he picked the lock, entered, and began apologizing. Oh wow, white guy. So yeah, yep. Wow. Hey, but this, but this is, but this is the same lead that let that kicker from the Giants get 21 domestic charges against him, yeah. and they only gave him a two game suspension.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ray Rice gone. He married them.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This dude, this dude should never, ever play again, man. I saw that girl face. Man, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. A,
0: man, he, he
3: said he wanted to buy it, that, That's got to be something racial to me because you're telling a, a white man, telling a black woman to bow down to him like we in slavery or something. Like, I don't know what he think this is. That's not American culture. So I don't know and, what he think
1: that is. That's some European colonization. Thing. And, Man, I got one
0: before we wrap it up. Uh, we got about 15 minutes.
1: Okay. Uh, and I really hate this because the going to say I'm going for the white man again. I can understand why this is pattern. I'm starting to pick up on the pattern, so I'm, I'm gonna shut up after this one. Do y'all
2: mad you probably re- you probably voted for Marjorie Taylor Greene in the election
1: too. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but, that's, that's a Q and I, Q and um, uh, Whatever. Eli Manning. Eli Manning is a better quarterback than Michael Vick. Let me get my sixty seconds for y'all at me. For y'all at me, let me get my sixty seconds. If you look at who Eli oh. Manning beat, if you look at who Eli Manning beat, Eli Manning beat, that's very disturbing too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you look at who Eli Manning beat, he beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. And he he, he did his thing, though. He, he, had, he, he did his thing, so he got two ooh, chips. Geez. And on top of that, you can't really name, oh, go, Plex, Birds, like a good route. Right? He, he had a few uh, crews, but. Jeremy
0: Shocky?
1: Yeah, he's shocky. He did but he's he, he started to be in there, uh, hanging there, uh, taking hits. Because they were hitting quarterbacks during that time. And you look at Michael Vick, he was he was more he he was more explosive. He was more athletic. But when you say down like quarterback, they both they both left the league horrible with interceptions and stuff. They but they put, chime in there. at the peak. At the peak. <laughs> At the peak, he was a better quarterback. Now my 67 is up, 60 seconds up. Y'all can, y'all can at me how y'all want to. Right, everybody got 60
0: seconds on this. Go for it, Keith. Go. <laughs> You're on the clock it's now. On it's on you,
5: Keith. Okay, so when you look at Michael Vick, you gotta look at the tail of two Michael Vicks. You gotta look at the Atlanta Michael Vick, you gotta look at the Philadelphia Michael Vick. Uh, Obviously, the Atlanta Michael Vick was the Michael Vick that never read a playbook, never studied a defense. He went out there on so athletic ability and just raw talent. If you look at his arm strength, which is always, for whatever reason I don't get, has always been just misinterpreted, Michael Vick had a cannon of an arm. I don't care what nobody says. True, say. true. When true. you look at the talent in place, like I just heard uh, um, J- uh, Shocky and all the other players that played around um, uh, uh, Eli Manning, not to say that Michael Vick had just extremely worse talent, but the only person he had to throw to was Algie Crumpler. Michael Vick essentially really never had nobody to throw to, which is also the reason why he probably never read his playbook. Now, when you fast forward after he got out of jail (laughs) and look at his um, passing ability in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. nobody could deny that when he got to Philadelphia, Michael Vick was a brand new quarterback. He was essentially what he could have been in Atlanta if you'd have just read his playbook instead of the defense.
2: So
5: I disagree
0: with you. All right. Deron, your 60 seconds. All
2: right. So, um... The um, what was what was what was Eli Manning's record when he didn't win the Super Bowl in the playoffs?
1: I don't know. 0 oh and four.
2: It was zero oh and four. He got two chips on
1: Tom Brady. Mike two got throws, Two of the
2: luckiest throws in Super Bowl history. That Mario, you call him luck. You call Hey, brother, 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 <laughs> brother, I gave you sixty seconds. Respect my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying, is this. My personal favorite quarterback that I stand in the league, first five seasons, had 15 picks, 18, 11, 14, and then through 30. uh Eli Manning has, has one season where he didn't throw double digits. Well, I take that back. He never had a season where he started more than 10 games and he didn't throw double-digit interception. Let me ring him out for you. 17, 18, 20, 10, 14, 25, 16, 15, 27, 14, 14, 16, 13, 11, If he was, if his name, if his name was Leroy Manning,
0: would have been out of
3: the
0: league. Gotcha, hey Sean. Hey Sean, your
3: sixty seconds starts now. Now I'm gonna pose a question: If Eli did not have two Super Bowls, would he even, and his last name wasn't Manning, would he even be considered at Hall of Fame?
2: He'd be Philip
3: Rivers I don't think so. Yep. Vic, Vic don't have none of those accolades, and he's still gonna make the Hall of Fame. You don't have he, Vic don't own no passing record. You like I don't think so. I don't but think he, he's still gonna make the Hall of Fame just off his talent. I'm talking about talent wise. Eli can't touch him. I, I said quarterback
1: Why? though. Quarterback. No,
3: no but I, that's what I'm saying. The Philly, the Philly. Eli, the one he came back against Eli against the Giants. He came all the way back when Deshaun Jackson ran that the That's kick a good kick. point. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> but he brought but Vic the one brought a bag I think he came back for like twenty something, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm like, yeah, yeah. A yeah. Point. I got, yeah, I gotta give I got to give it to Vic. Like I'm not a foul man mm-hmm. or anything like that. Or you know what I'm saying? But I, I think Vic, the Eagles Vic, the proudest Vic, the the dude who can use his brain and run when he needed to, I think. I think that's the big I was looking for my whole time that he was in the league. That's what I used to tell people all the time. Like, all he could do is run. That's what I'm still looking for from Lamar Jackson. Like, I'm trying to get Lamar Jackson to the Eagles <clears throat> type of that's <laughs> what I want. To, you
0: know what I'm saying? If I could get that, he'll be awesome, man. Okay. But, all Lamar right. Lamar Jackson, just can, like Vic, He ain't
4: got no help. Can I get my 60 seconds? Yo, yeah, <laughs> All
0: right. So, <laughs> the best ability is availability. Michael Vick stayed hurt a lot, mainly because of his playing stuff, right? He stayed hurt a lot. Two, Michael Vick is not going to make the Hall of Fame. Three, I don't believe Eli Manning should go in the Hall of Fame either. He played a long time. He was the benefit of, like you said, the two luckiest catches. But yet still, somebody had to throw it. Somebody had to catch it. Now, when it comes to just the straight quarterback, I think Eli Manning probably was better for a longer du- duration of time. But I don't think he ever reached that crescendo as far as like the peak performance that Vic had when he was in Philly. Like, mm-hmm. so if you have to, if I have to go with one, I probably looking at the careers, probably go with Eli. Say so Eli is a little bit better, but not much. It's, it's and, like splitting hairs. It's like, like you really have to split hairs to, to get that.
2: What's up? Hey man, I give you I give you something else that get that always get forgotten about in the story in the book of Eli. What's that? Is uh hey, let Michael Vick try to pull that move like, yeah, I ain't gonna play in San Diego. Y'all can drive me. I ain't gonna come there and play.
0: You are right. And, and, and you know what though, can I say something? I don't remember Archie Manning being that good. Like I go back he and I, I look and I and I I'm trying to find out where was he good? Like, why is he in the hall of fame? I don't get it. Like I, the Saints were horrible. Horrible. For those.
5: He got in. He got in because the Manning family is a family of wealth. Yep.
1: Bottom line, wealth and but, status in the state but, of Mississippi, they're like legends. But at the same time, just just going on it. Even though you call them lucky throws, you still had to put yourself in a position to win the game. Yeah. And think about it: if it wasn't for Eli Manning, Tom Brady had what eight championship rings by now? He got six, so that would have been eight. Like he beat, he beat Tom Brady. He built, like you no, still, no, 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 no. defense was beastly, and they had, uh, them, but they
2: still,
1: had to. But still, still, what about still? But <laughs> but you talk about the looking passes though. Like you still had to put yourself in the position to win the game. He did it. He did it. He did it. The what if about Michael Vick? That's all. What if Eli Manning actually did it? And also, you can't take that. Away.
0: Also, I want to say something too. Right. If we're talking about Michael Vick going to the Hall of Fame, I don't think he could get in there before Randall Cunningham.
2: If we're looking we're at Randall's not, oh, Randall, no,
4: no,
5: nope. nah, he won't get in. He won't get in. The sad part about it is Randall won't get in. You are right? You because yeah, I mean I don't cause think I mean, it, I, mean
2: cause I mean if We just putting in quarterbacks with impact. Joe Namath, should, if Joe Namath been in, uh, is in, this, uh, in the Hall of Fame, then Doug Williams should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: I agree.
4: Because,
2: because yeah. uh, I think uh, Joe Namath got the same number of touchdowns and interceptions. Hell, Troy Aikman only threw for over twenty touchdowns one
1: time in his career. Yeah, but he get that winner tag. That's yeah. true. So, yeah. yeah. I Man, I like I like Vic though, but I'm just saying. I just think, especially, especially. People like Falcons fans, they think this dude like Dan Marino, and he, he's not. He's not, bro. <laughs> he's, Most he's people are We realize he wasn't Dan
5: Marino, but we do realize that Michael Vick took Randall Cunningham's style of play and put it on steroids.
4: Yeah. yeah, Matt yeah.
5: Ryan is a better
1: quarterback than Michael Vick, yep. man. Y'all should be praising Matt Ryan, man. I, 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 yeah, y'all you a matter. I think what <laughs> Michael Vick did, was so, which was so unique and exciting,
5: was we saw Vick take a high school approach and put it in the NFL. Because
1: the NFL is the only place you would see a quarterback rushing for 140 yards. He was, uh, he's, he's like Allen Iverson to me. Very exciting. But it can only get you so far. Correct. Very excited. I'm not very talented, very excited. Okay. But that can only get you so far room. All right. I I I
0: totally agree with you. But listen, this is what I wanna say. I wanna uh, we got about it's fitting that we got about six minutes left. I really just want to do this at the last six eight. minutes. Yeah, I really want to do this for the last eight minutes. Uh in honor of Kobe Bryant. Uh but I wanna Ooh. what I wanna do I wanna give everybody sixty seconds. Everybody gets sixty seconds to speak on Kobe being Bryant. And we'll go with Sean. 60 seconds starts now.
3: Alright, when I'm thinking of Kobe, I think of a guy who never slacked off in a game. Like, he gave his all, which is very rare these days because they make so much money. Like, if Kobe could play on that Achilles, he probably would have went out there and played. Matter of fact, he shot the free throws on the Achilles, I believe. But yeah, I, I'm just thinking of the mama mentality, the hard work, uh, being a good father, things of that nature, So, and a great business, man. And I uh, always enlighten others to help lift them up, too, as well, like Kyrie, the young guy, things of that nature, being a good mentor. So passing on knowledge, which is very rare, too. Sometimes the
2: game should be sold, not told, but he passed knowledge out free. a
3: So
2: it. that's good. Deron. Uh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I think I'm the only Laker fan on the podcast, but residential Laker fan been down to 87. I remember when Kobe came in the league, he was only like a year or two older than us, and I hated him because I was like, who is this little, like, stuck up dude that thinks he's better than Jordan? And I wasn't even a Jordan fan, but I grew to love Kobe over, uh, Over time, uh, the thing. Let me see what stuck out about the thing that stuck out to Kobe for me is something like I know everybody used the clown mumble mentality, but it's really a thing because if you like subscribe to that like theory and you like your life, like the one thing that I say that put Kobe over everybody else is Kobe had like a singular psychotic focus, and it was just on basketball. Like he wasn't here to be friends, he wasn't here to be enemies. He was just here to ball, put up points.
0: And win championships, and uh Shaquille O'Neal is a bitch. So there's that. One. So. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got Bro. time to get into that. We got time to get in that. It's
1: about Kobe. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, you talking about Mamba? All, all right,
0: right, right. Go, man. You got sixty seconds on Kobe.
1: <laughs> I feel like I should get ninety seconds, but because of him, but I'm gonna get sixty. Uh, I'm gonna start off by saying Shaq is not a bitch, but uh, Kobe Bryant, man, I'm gonna tell you, I, I hated Kobe Bryant because I was a big, I love Steve Nash uh, with the Phoenix Suns. I wanted somebody, and I liked it, the Kings, <laughs> I liked it, the Magic. I wanted somebody to upset the Lakers because they kept going and winning all the time, and he he was a villain for me for the longest part. But then when you get older and you start respecting games. You know, I, I, he, he was the NBA, man. He was the game. Like, he was the one that put in the work, the hard work. Like, like say, um, the run, say, that mama mentality, you know, that he he, he tapped into that, that mama mentality and put it all on there. And and that's what you want to see. Like, you know, like you said before, with the players now, you know, you really don't get a chance to see that often. Um, and that's going to be missed. Um, but he left the imprint on the game, um, beautiful uh, family, uh, you know, rest in peace to his daughter, Gigi, and everybody else that, that died on the helicopter. But, um, you know, he's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. But the NBA is doing a great job by making sure that, you know, he's he, he's going to be uh, – he's, he's going to leave his imprint on the game, and they showing that.
0: All right. So, Keith, 60 seconds. Kobe Bryant.
5: Just a second. I will start out by saying I was not a Kobe fan until the later part of his career. I wasn't a Kobe fan because I was a Big Jordan fan. I wasn't a Kobe fan because I thought it was more or less obsessiveness that he was to the point that he even wanted to chew his gum and talk like Michael Jordan. But after growing older, kind of like Ryan said, when you grow older, you grow to appreciate greatness. The one thing I will appreciate the most, um, because I always thought Kobe was a selfish player, but what I grew to appreciate about Kobe was his work ethic and the amount, the amount of work he put into the game the way he approached it. I also got a chance to appreciate Kobe being a cerebral player above the neck. And it really came to a head when I saw him interview after a game, and he was talking in English, and mid-sentence, he swapped over to Spanish. That blew my mind. that blew my mind because at that time i didn't realize he was bilingual considering he did grow up in italy but i didn't really think about it like that and it put in perspective of how smart and intelligent he was and how he approached the game kobe didn't want to go into an acting career kobe didn't want to do a whole lot of commercials kobe just played ball so when you think about superstars and how they start branching their brand out to like i want to be a I want to be an actor. I want to be this, I
0: want to be that. Kobe didn't care about that. He was just a a basketball player. All right. And with that being said, listen, I'm going to just take 15 seconds to say this. Kobe Bryant, to me, is is success. And success happens when preparation meets opportunity. That was Kobe Bryant. He prepared uh, relentlessly. And listen, this is episode 98. Unpopular opinions, but also shout out the Cobra So remember, the beard always wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. It's a podcast. And once again, thanks, Keith, Deron, A'shawn, and Ryan for joining us. Peace. Episode is in the book.